0: Hi there, and welcome to what we thought was the 50th episode of the Nerd of Godcast. I don't know if we miscounted or if we were misinformed, but since this is in reality only episode 49, it turns out our celebration was premature. But as it turns out, that's exactly what we end up talking about tonight. Sometimes we try to do things before the thing is ready to be done, and it usually doesn't work out for anybody. We're also going to announce the winner of our Nerd of Godcast rap battle, get prepared for a real-life hurricane, and mourn the end of Steven's season. It looks like you're not too early for a little nerdy Christian fun. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where nerd culture confesses its love to Christ culture while Christ culture looks coolly on and simply responds with, I know. My name is Tony C. I'm going to be your host for the next few minutes as we talk about all things nerdy, geek, gamer, and fun. I want to introduce you to the Nerd Godcast crew before we get into it. But before we do that, I need you to crack open your Bibles because it's a little Bible study time. Getting to know our crew, open your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, and say hello. With me as always, it's steve Supremo. Hello,
1: hello, hello.
0: There he is, right there. Do you happen to know, Stephen, what Second Timothy chapter four verse two is? You don't have to look it up now, you guys.
1: Not off the top of my
0: head. All right, somebody's gonna somebody listening is gonna know what it is, and they're gonna they're gonna understand why we're using that one for you. Uh, Proverbs seventeen twenty two, putting a smile on my face and a song in my heart. Welcome the big man, Quentin Gregory Nev. No. What's up, everybody? Hey, you doing, big friend? I'm doing pretty darn good. Are you pretty? <laughs> are you are you darn and are you good?
2: I'm darn like the socks, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: baby. How's your sock game tonight? Uh empty. There's empty. No socks. No Shoes <laughs> no with no socks. He's going commando. Shoes
2: with holes in the bottom <laughs> and no socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. All uh, right. <laughs> We're going Old Testament here. Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse nine. Here comes trouble and make it double. It's the twins, Jackie and Jess.
3: Hello. Hi. <laughs>
0: I, I almost didn't see you there. You're wearing camouflage tonight. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's just this invisible gap between Steven and Neff. But, oh, there you are. It's the headphones just, that, that yeah, gives it away. Disembodied head. That's right. It's floating, <laughs> floating head twin.
2: And uh <laughs> that's a little moot little- name called it.
0: And now now we have a we have a video application <laughs> for this uh this podcast now, so we're not just audio. Some people in some contexts can see us right now, but what they can't do is smell us. And I'm sitting here next to, to Jackie. Jackie, you smell delightful tonight. Oh. Thank you. You smell. You smell. <laughs> you smell uh, it's a very nice smell. Steven said that you smell like the inside of a Halloween mask. You do.
1: <laughs> like, like a. Like a oh, well, like smell smeller oh. real quick, EJ. Specifically <laughs> like from the
2: 90s. Oh, okay,
4: I see what you're saying. <laughs>
2: Like what, that yeah, what that? I know, I
1: know it she cocoa
4: smells butter. like <laughs> it's
2: cocoa butter. That's what okay. cocoa butter smells like.
1: <laughs> I have cocoa butter at the my inside house. inside of a Halloween mask, right? But I you know what she—you know what he's talking
2: about, right? Yeah. I once—I once dressed up when I was like a little kid before I was saved. I dressed up in a scream costume, oh, and like every she's time I pass by here. someone who like used cocoa butter, I can always tell. I'm always I'm like. They smell like a Halloween mask.
0: <laughs> Stephen and I went to uh, <laughs> Stephen and I went to one of our co- rapidly closing malls here in Orlando <laughs> the other day. We went to Coliseum of Comics, which is one of the only thriving stores in the mall. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they they across from there when we were walking in, we passed by a store called <laughs> The Limited. You guys know. Oh, yeah. what The yeah. Limited. Yeah. Is. My sister used to work there. there. There's yeah. a big display in the window, and and the 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 clothes that they have in the window of The Limited are very weird looking. Like they're very Renaissance fair looking clothes. And I'm like, man, The Limited is got a show strange like fall wardrobe <laughs> and then we were on the corner and of course it's not the limited anymore it's like the spirit halloween oh, store yeah yes. they just there. take over and they just took over but the limited sign was still up i'm like yeah. man the limited really <laughs> wants you to look like harley quinn this year doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're like right. unlimited
2: peasant tops are coming back
0: <laughs> that's right so there you go <laughs> bring it on uh bring it on i guess it's a it's a the the, the games regarding you know seats for monarchs and stuff like that are oh. very popular this year so.
1: yeah as is stranger things
0: Str- I've there seen a there Speaking of stranger things open your bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 EJ Nieves official ness
4: it's your Hey, hey i like that there we go. thank you tony you are uh, you i are, like the sound of it.
2: <laughs>
0: so we are all present and accounted for up in the booth out of sight but certainly not out of mind proverbs 17 28 making all the buttons and stuff that work making us seen and heard nicholas sadler
1: hello hi nick hey
0: so, Nick, your uh, It's weird
1: because it's just a disembodied voice. <laughs> I can't Hello. see him. He's got that, that voice of God Hello. microphone
0: right there. It's like, Lord?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're from Perry, Lord. Are you there, God? What, what <laughs> is it's thine will, O oh Lord? <laughs> <laughs>
0: speaketh unto me. Like, Hello. <laughs> 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 That's Rod Africa. <laughs> Hello. Hey, howdy, hey, Hello. everybody. How are you guys doing today? Uh, so, so you can connect with us. Um, you can get us all of the social media platforms, all the usual suspects. We hang out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nick. Nerd of Godcast. Of course, you can always check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We would love to chat with you, connect with you and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. So Nick, before the show, uh, I'm talking to you up in the booth there, man. Uh, there was a You were on the phone the entire time you were setting everything up today with, you, with your parents. Yes. Um, you, you said they were a little concernicus about you. What's going on, buddy?
1: Well, there's a major hurricane on its way. <laughs> that there is. is let's there? let's talk about that. That that is the word that, that the news
0: is bandying about right now is which catastrophic. Which
1: I'm sure if you guys are hearing this, that should mean
2: that at least Tony has furious. Yeah. It,
0: it means that I got out with a flash drive with
2: the audio file on it. And the first Some thing kind he did of was, was connection. Yes. He was like, I don't know he didn't look for his family. I don't know he where my son is I don't know, but, but I he never never a flash drive
0: I haven't <laughs> seen my dog in a week, but you don't own a dog. Right, well, that's, <laughs> why, that's why I haven't seen it. But like, now you, know. you do have a dog. Tony, yeah, Tony owned a dog world. in
1: 1997, but he lived in San Diego. We got eaten by a T-Rex. It's a very long really way to go. Yes, was that a Lost World reference? Yes, yes it, was, it was, and I apologize huh. for that joke and for the Lost World. Mm.
0: I went on a date with a girl, at first date. We went and had ravioli at an Italian restaurant And then we went and saw The Lost World oh. how that, how that What was your name? The, the, uh, I, I, don't, I don't ever reveal names, sir That's not yeah, appropriate death. Now, social media makes it way too easy to track people down But um, it, it was not a great date But uh, it, we stayed together for a while So I guess there was something working there um, yeah, so there's a hurricane coming in there, and they're saying it's going to be catastrophic. Right now, it is a Category Five, which, if you're keeping score at home, is like boss level. That's the it's the highest. That's the highest you can, get. Highest you can yeah. get, and it not it it exceeds. It goes so far above Category Five that if there was a Category Six, it would be a yeah. Category mm-hmm. Six. Mm-hmm. Um, hurricanes are they suck. Yes, yeah. they They're not oh. good things to have to go through. No, no. no. windy. No. Okay. It's
3: very windy.
0: Hurricanes, tornadoes suck. I got that backwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not. It's not that <laughs> the, wind, the, is <laughs> the, the wind, wind is blowing. It's what the wind is blowing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get yeah. hit with
1: a Volvo. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many sit ups you did that border. That's not going to come into play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: have got cows. Another cow. That's I think good. that was the same one. You know, that's how you get milkshakes.
2: <laughs> and my red Dodge ram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, uh, so, no, honestly, we're laughing about this, but this is actually a serious thing like right now. It's catastrophic. We're all, all going to die. You <laughs> can't get, and, and and just like shows like The Walking Dead or, or End of the World scenarios like that, it's not even the thing that's so tragedy and, and like terrifying. It's the people mm-hmm. and their reaction to it. So if, if we were to leave this place right now and go to a Walmart or a oh. grocery store or something like that. You wouldn't find water. Oh, no. No. It's
4: absolutely no water. ridiculous out there. Water has gone. It's yeah. craziness. No
1: water, no
0: water, no bread, no, no,
4: bread, and
1: we don't no even, gas. And we don't even hope. know if it's going to hit. It, f- like it's going to hit Florida. It's going to hit Florida. Well, no, it, it's there's just, still there's still projections okay. that it might it might turn up to the east. Here's the thing: if, if recent if, updates have it hitting Florida,
0: if Neff reaches over to hit you, he's also going to hit J- Jessica. Yes, because it, it, when you're big enough. <laughs> And I'll be you, angry. When you're big enough, she will be a you person. take calm, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Jessica calm looks down, to, your now. He's to your right. He's hulking up over there. <laughs> Jessica looks to your right.
2: What is this? <laughs> Cold I got slapped. This Florida hits back. <laughs> oh, <we're>,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Massachusetts version of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> there I saw a thing That's, why, that's the That's like, Miami. That's why Cape Cod looks like it's pulling up to slap you right now. Massachusetts would be like, Oops. That was like, I saw this face. There's the whole fa- state is ready to just slap Don't Connecticut. Don't mess with
2: masks. There's a, there's a Facebook group out there and that's literally called something like a uh, everybody grabbed their fans and, and put it to towards the hurricane, <laughs> and it could go away. <laughs> and that's what that felt like.
0: <laughs> if you have one of those oscillating fans, the hurricane will just swing up to the Carolinas. Yeah. We don't even know. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is definitely bad. We've we it in the news all the stuff with uh, Hurricane Harvey uh, that that went through and just just leveled Houston, lots of area in the Gulf Coast, yeah. uh, and definitely tragic. We had we actually had a couple of people from our church that went over to uh, to help and do some of the uh, assistance and cleanup. There's some churches that were connected with out there that were lending some. Support to. uh, But uh, there's nothing scarier than when it actually comes home. Stephen was mentioning earlier today, he said something, he saw something online that was like, "Uh, Texas, can we have some of our supplies back? Um, and it's true. It's it's gonna it's gonna come this way. Now the nice thing about Orlando, and I say nice, and it's it's a hopeful thing. The nice thing about Orlando is that we are a little bit landlocked. If you're not familiar with the geography of Florida, we have about an hour to one direction to the coast, and a, a little over that to the other direction to a coast. So the hurricanes slow down the longer they go over land. Mm-hmm. Yes. But we are. Uh, a hurricane this big, you can't really hope for that much of a
1: slowdown. So yeah. I mean, right. and if it hits so far, it's going to hit, like, Miami first, so it's mm-hmm. going to go up. Yeah. And so it, by the time mm-hmm. it would get to us, they're already saying that by the time it makes landfall in Florida, it will be Category 4, and then probably by the time it gets to Orlando, it would be a, ca- a low Category 3 or a Category 2. Yeah, well, but if
5: it's doing that, it's going over the Everglades, which has a lot of water for us to suck up and repower, and Lake Okeechobee.
1: But that's not warm water. And warm that's just us talking – a hurricane. But that's just
0: us talking about our particular Orlandian situation. Yes. Yes. The people on the coast, they've already started evacuating mm-hmm. the yep. Keys. Yeah. People yeah, that live on the yeah, beach, they're, they're, oh, they're, in for, is, they're, they're in for they're, a lot yeah, of devastation. Like,
1: there's a lot of, de- like, especially like people in Puerto Rico and all those yeah. islands mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. They're going, unfortunately, going to get hit with the, the worst of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the yeah. thing is,
0: in Florida, we have a little bit of experience with this. So a lot of stuff mm-hmm. is kind of built to endure this. If you live in a trailer okay. park, you're in trouble but uh but but uh, like as opposed to Houston which is not 100% prepared for something like yeah. this. So, right. Uh Lord we just pray right now not only for those people that are dealing with recovery efforts in Houston but God that you would just protect those people in the islands right now and even the people Destiny. here mm-hmm. in Florida. Lord we don't want to see any lo- loss of life or property. God just protect your people in Jesus name. Um yeah, they definitely matter. definitely something to to look at. Did, did you guys buy
4: your supplies? Do you have water? Do you no, have Because there was nothing available. Yep. I did. I, was uh, able, we I went to 7 or 8 stores today and I was able to get one. Tonight water. tonight mm-hmm. I'm
2: uh I'm going on some late night runs to see if I can get when it's slower because everybody's in bed so I'm I was actually well, thinking about doing the same. If you catch like
5: it yeah if you catch well, it late, um early in the morning when the t- new trucks come sure. in then you'll you'll get it. Something else
6: yeah. you can do because you're going to want to get rid of your milk anyway now mm-hmm. use those empty jugs Fill them up with water. <laughs> Neff is like,
0: oh. now nah, here's a win win situation <laughs> like, if ever there was one. <laughs> well, like, That's I mean, just going to say. Or even sandwich bags. you sandwich bags, you can,
2: bags.
5: The you bags, like, you can fill right. them up with water, freeze them, and mm, just let them melt. And water. of course, they yeah, say yeah. you
0: can fill up your bathtub yeah, with, yeah, so and you then with been been a little cap of chlorine in there.
5: Or even my stepdad told me um the water tank.
0: Yeah. From the toilet?
5: No. The water tank, like your hot water heater. Oh, your hot
0: water heater. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Girl, if you're you taking it? that water and up at the it? toilet yeah, tank. No. I, don't I don't know, know about all that. <laughs> yeah. Crisp and clear. That. Desperate times. Desperate times indeed. <laughs> uh, well, so there's one other thing that I want to talk about. Now, now uh, normally during hurricanes, if we've been through these things, and, and all of us here in, at this table have been in Florida for a, a number of years, yes. if not our whole lives. Yeah. When you're in a hurricane, there's a lot of downtime. Even, even when the storm is not necessarily raging, yes. they'll close down the roads. They want you staying off the roads because, you know, for emergency vehicles and things like that. So uh, while the power remains on, you have a lot of time to just sort of think about your life and, and sit around. So I want to bring you guys a hurricane challenge, something for us all to think about. And, um, and, and we'll let you guys weigh in on this. But... Um, Last week we had a conversation. We opened up with uh, what are you really into? And every time we do that, it frustrates me because it usually amounts to Neff talking about what Green Lantern book he read lately and not much of anything else. We all have the things that we're sort of into. But what I want to do is I want to bring to the table the idea of an exchange program. There's things that you are passionate about that maybe I've not been exposed to, things that I know about that you're not exposed to. So what I want to do is I want to put on the table the opportunity for us all to bring something in and share it so that during that kind of downtime, during that hurricane time, we assume that we'll have power. We assume that we'll just have a couple hours to sort of whatever. Lord willing, Lord willing, that we will um, w- we'll each take a journey into somebody else's world. So this mm. is this is what I want to bring to the table. Uh, I'll open up and I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring in Battlestar Galactica, which nobody has watched here. I made EJ and sure. Steven watch the first episode the other day. The and little EJ mini-series. left halfway through. EJ <laughs> left halfway through it. <laughs> Sorry, he's like not my thing. No, <laughs> but uh, I made Steven Tower through it. I tried. <laughs> So I'm going to bring in Battlestar Galactica, give you something else to look at that maybe you've never looked at before. If you had to bring in something that you are particularly nerd passionate about for others to share, what might be something that you would bring in that would be foreign to another buddy, another person at the table? Please don't say World of Warcraft.
5: It was close. Oh. <laughs> she
0: backs up. She, she backs up.
5: Because Willow Warcraft costs money yeah. and a subscription, so next best thing will be Hearthstone.
0: Okay. Hearthstone's fun. I've never played Hearthstone. It's pretty fun. I, I right.
5: had to start over. Do you, like iPad?
0: Can you do... Is that mm-hmm. what? Okay. All right. I Let's might take call the, call the Hearthstone iPad, iPhone, iPhone, PC. I have a youth pastor uh, friend from over in uh, Crystal River, Florida, and he told me that we don't have any nerd cred because our show does not have a Clash of Clans group.
4: Oh, well, let him, let me know when a you're Nick ready, because I'm already a Nick on Clash, Clash? Nick and so is yeah. Nick Sadler. Let's make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already hey, with Nick. So I don't know that I need Clans. another thing, though. Yeah, no, that's I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, fine with na- I'm fine with never playing Clash never
2: playing. I don't Clash game on my phone a lot, and I don't have a tablet, so it's like when it comes to those other games, I never keep up right, with them. All right, so
0: Nerd God Squad, let us know if we need to be playing Clash of Clans or not. Give Somebody give us a pass or give us a reason to jump on board uh, with this deal. Okay, so that's cool. We got a little Hearthstone. We got Battlestar Galactic on the table. Uh, what, what's something else? Something that, that you're passionate about that maybe the other people in here don't. This is like a little show and tell thing. A little exchange program.
1: All right. Who here has access to Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Everybody? Okay.
0: We've all watched Lost. Never mind that. I don't know. Really <laughs> <have anything to laughs> do you know what,
1: right. EJ? Why don't you just dagum trust me?
4: I, it's not that I'll trust you. Dadgum. son. my girl, for those of you. Sunny's my girlfriend. She, she is watching she it, it. No, she and she is it. letting me know all about it. She loves it, but it just—it's just not my cup of tea. Plus it's like a million episodes.
1: It's 120
4: episodes. That's like a million. That's a
2: million.
1: And they're each an hour long. They're not an hour long. They are 42 minutes. That's a long
2: time. Because you know ads. With with commercials.
0: I'm not going to lie, dude. I I never want to watch Lost. I used to tease Steven about watching Lost. And then I I borrowed the DVD from somebody and started watching it. And, dude, I was powering through like a season in two days. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Because when you watch it, you can't watch one. You've got to watch. I don't know how you could watch that show in real life, in real time. It sucks so much. Like if you're watching. It watching it and like stressful. having to sit through commercials and then having to wait till like next week. I think no, that
1: I, the worst was when they would leave you on a big cliffhanger season finale. and You had to wait like six months. How many seasons were there? Six. There were six seasons. Okay, I
0: think I think I watched DVDs up through season five, and then I watched season season five and six in real time.
1: No, we season four because I w- remember watching the open, it, season, embellishment is the art of storytelling. Stephen, just move on. Saying, I, I know, but you don't have to be else.
0: right all the time. Let me just tell the story and move on, okay? <laughs> So, right. I think I watched it through about season five, maybe four, maybe six, maybe nine. <laughs> what are you bringing to the party, Oceanic Airlines?
1: It was going to be lost, but I can't, apparently I can't do that. Now I have to, someone else go because I've got to think something.
2: Okay, Neff. Independent comic books.
1: Okay, for what? Like what?
2: Green Lantern comic books. No, that's not independent. That would have been my first thing to bring was Green Lantern comic books. But then I was thinking, I have a Ghostbusters comic which uh, I have yet to read all the is way Is that the IDW ones?
0: Yeah. I, I like those. Some of them are really good.
2: Me too. And I like um, Invincible, which is a really good one. Is that clean? I you don't know. You have to think about it now, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't that's,
1: remember. That's, it's Robert Kirkman, the, so I don't think it's going to be very clean, The thoughts so. and
0: opinions of Neff are not necessarily those of the Nerd Godcast. God cast. I don't remember. I've or only it's read the first issue. The Shine Wig Italian. Company. Um <laughs> Jackie, what are we? What are we uh, getting from you? Um, this is like a nerd potluck. I'm, I'm down with this. <laughs> I
6: was like, well, like re- recently, this past week, I finally like signed up for Hulu and I started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine because the gift sets were really funny, and so I started watching it because Terry <laughs> Crews is hilarious. A
0: gif that has led her to a show. It's yes. like that was awesome.
6: It, I, I think it's pretty funny because you got Terry Crews. Is it nerdy?
0: Does it count as nerdy?
6: It's just something like I've been it's nerding about a, out it's about the past reason.
1: week. It's as nerdy as The Office is. It's not nerdy, but people nerd out about yeah, it. Yeah. Because I, I would I, never put, put The Office nerd. as a nerdy show, no, but I love The Office. it's not. Yeah. Not Dwight, Dwight Schrute doesn't make it a nerdy show. Yeah, but Beats one person. Bears? Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. One person doesn't. Just like I want to put Parks and Rec as a nerdy show, even though Ben White is a oh, nerd. Oh, that's so great. So like, Sorry. That's what I'm, I'm just it's kidding. all
0: about the cones, Stephen The cones. The cones. of Dunshire. That's
4: right. EJ, uh, EJ, thing. what do you bring to the table, man? Man, I'm going to switch the game up, you know what I'm saying? So I'll watch switch some shows, Ooh. watch some movies. You know what? I'm going to bring a box full of spray paint, hey. some art supplies, some oh. things to show you guys how to make some stencils. Just because, like, I'm yeah. listening. <laughs>
0: Dude, hold on. I'm, let me put a pin in that one. That needs to be a video series that we do. We need to do a Ooh. video where you teach us how to do art, and then we all do art. We could do all that, to do, that do that an online. official
1: Ness painting. That's
0: what I'm saying. So, and you know what he's secretly doing? He's, he's turning us, us into, into a workshop. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he just free labor. labor. I, got, I, don't buy I it.
5: got my own style, he thanks. He just
0: multiplied <laughs> his labor
5: force
2: styles. by six
1: times.
0: So Whatever right you now. say,
2: but I'm calling it official nef. <laughs> <laughs> An Official
5: Jess. Official and then Tony's
2: going to open unofficial Unofficial Ness.
1: That's right.
0: All right, so think about it. We won't hold it to you now. If there was something that you guys out there in the Nerd of God Squad were uh, were wanting to exchange to us, something that you want to suggest to us, and I know people love this because every time I would go to like like Florida Anime Experience or I would I would do one of the panels at one of the cons, and I would say, "Hey, I don't really watch a lot of anime. Here's what I've been watching. Let's talk about what I'm experienced with." Everybody was super cool and super accepting, but at the end of the panel, they would be lined up waiting to come talk with me, saying, "I really think that you need to watch this. I really think that you." need to watch this. You're going to really love this because people, people love, and it just goes to show people love preaching whatever gospel they're passionate about. You know what I mean? So that's, uh, so, so yeah, Nerd God Squad, share with us what it is that we should be watching or listening to or, or reading or playing or, uh, experiencing, uh, and give us some good ideas. And, uh, that that's going to, need to happen pretty quick. So, um, uh, very, very cool. Speaking of passions, speaking of talent, speaking of creativity, last week. We put some music out there. Oh yeah. We had the first ever Nerd of God cast rap battle. Woo! And uh, we brought some amazing songs. You guys you guys remember these songs? Uh, heat. For two the weeks fire. Fuego for two fire. weeks these songs have been in my head. Like for real And uh, and, and it's funny Because I'll get up And I'll, I'll my son will be Listening to them Like he'll be in the shower Or whatever Have his little Bluetooth speaker phone On there It's the Nerd of Godcast It's the Nerd of Godcast It's the Nerd of Godcast It's the Nerda And he's like so, uh, so, you want, so you're looking For a podcast You know And he's listening To all, the whole thing It's, it's uh, funny bye, bye. I don't think You listen to that one though Which one? I never, I didn't hear him listen to that one. But uh, anyway, but they're on, they're on, um, they are, they were on our SoundCloud that we put them out there. We let people vote, and we got a ton of votes. Uh, which just goes to show that the people that we had, they're not only great at, at communicating through their music, they're also really, really good at getting their, their word out there and marketing and getting their, their fan base excited and passionate to vote for them. So uh, we received several hundred votes. Wow. Which, is, wow. which is which is pretty cool for a little little podcast like us with 12 listeners. Uh, wow. Uh, we, we love uh, you all. Thank uh, you, guys. We can name you all. So, uh, <laughs> with we, our, we love you, Micah. Two more fingers. We love you, Zachary. We love you, John. We love you, we Micah. love you, Becca. We love you, Becky. Um, Micah, go down the list, but um, but it was really, really awesome. Everybody that that, that contributed. First off, every single one of them. It was uh, Tcyb, Blake Ricard, uh, L7, and Ben Knight. Uh, every single one of you guys, man. We we salute you for your creativity uh, and for your art. Just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, you can get to them from our. Uh, our blog we have links to all of their personal SoundCloud and uh, websites and all the ways that you can get connected with them download their music please support these guys these are Nerdy God Squad through and through so support them go buy their music uh, download share like subscribe uh, go to their shows if you're in the area and and please support these guys they're out there doing the thing that they're passionate about so we absolutely encourage you please please support them please support them please support them but when it comes to these things and we turn it over to the Nerd of God squad, there can be only one. And uh, I would like to at this time, unless there's any other comments from the, the crew here, I would like to this time announce the winner of our first ever Nerd of God cast rap battle.
1: It's Tony T. It was a sham.
2: It was me the whole time. <laughs> no one expects. I'm the
1: Triple H of the, the Nerd
2: Godcast. You are it was, the NWO. It was me the whole time, you guys. Oh, I thought it was more Man. Boy. Oh, it was <laughs> me, Austin. I It's did. me, Austin. <laughs> it was me the whole time.
4: I love this so much.
0: Oh. Pull the mask off. It's Old Man Carruthers from the Haunted Amusement Park. <laughs> uh, I would have gotten away
1: for it was for you meddling kids.
0: Our winner for the Nerdy Godcast Rap Battle Volume 1 is none other than Mr. Ben Knight. Yay!
4: Oh, nice, man. Huh? So you yeah. want to hear a podcast.
0: Congratulations. Definitely, uh, I mean, uh, uh, great music from everybody. His had such a unique flavor and unique flavor. One thing that I thought was really cool, and I don't know if you would mind that I'm sharing this or not, but I did want to say this. As I was looking through, I could see all the votes. Everybody had to put their name and email address. Uh, I was looking through the votes, because I want to make sure that people weren't voting from uh, multiple times, and, and we did have, like, a little IP blocker on there to keep people from voting from the same device. I'm sure there's ways around it, but if you're smart enough to figure that out, God bless. You cheat all you want (laughs) Um, We had to make sure That the Russians Weren't hacking anything Like this (laughs) You know No election fraud But um, I, I did look And there was a vote cast For Ben Knight And it was from L7 Aww. Which I thought was super classy. I actually I screenshotted that and I, I private messaged it to L7. I'm like, that's a classy movement. Was, that was really, really cool. So, um, that's one of the greatest things about that community. One of the greatest things about these artists is they not only are creative, but they're supportive of each other. Yes. And, man, that's a, that to me is a great picture of the church. What a great snapshot of what Brotherhood and Unity is all about. So, I want to say congratulations to Ben Knight. Uh, you have won. Tell him what he's won, AJ.
4: Well, you're about to get a fresh new design for an upcoming EP album, whatever you got coming up, it's all you, so definitely email me at official... Ness at com. Let me know your vision and I will create that for you.
0: That's right. So congratulations to Ben Knight. Uh, everybody who's participated, we are going to send you a Nerd God cast prize pack just Sweet. for Dang. you taking the time to make that work. So uh, look out for that. We'll be communicating with you guys and, and getting your information for all that. But just we want to say thank you so much. Again, please support these artists. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, be all about what they're all about because they're all about making great music and uh, honoring God. So thank you guys again for our rap battle uh-huh. on I guess we'll do it again soon because we have so many people as soon as like yeah. as soon as, as soon as we were done we had so many people going, Oh, I didn't get one done this time, but next time I'll do it so like, well, I guess volume we'll,
2: two. Volume we'll two <laughs> <laughs> eventually, we'll, eventually we'll have enough we'll have enough Eventually, we'll have, yeah, we'll have enough s- songs to make like a nerd of God mix.
0: That's well, that's what uh, one of the, one of the suggestions yes. that was made from us by uh, I don't remember if it was somebody who actually was competing or not. They said if you get enough things, it'd be cool to put uh, a little album out. So yeah, um, I think that'd be really fun It'd be a lot of fun to do. So. I I didn't even know about selling it. I was just going to say, we just here have our album. Please take it. It's like in an envelope or a cereal box or something like that. Donations
2: (laughs) accepted. A brown paper
0: bag. Just a piece of paper. It's it's for you. (laughs) (laughs) We made this. uh, very, very cool. Hey, look,
1: like, how am I supposed to play this thing? <laughs> no, guys, let's it's do it digital. old
4: school and put it on actual tape.
0: Yeah, and so that's what I, we want. We it's want it's the awesome that. mix. Yeah. yeah, so nobody can listen <laughs> that's to it. Right. <laughs> Highly collectible, totally unusable. <laughs> <Good thing> I,
2: <laughs> except for anybody who has a car that's made before 2002. <laughs> okay,
0: so this is the real deal, man. I had a van. I had a 2000 Honda Odyssey. All right. Mm-hmm. And it was just getting old. It was kind of at the end of its life. Uh, it had almost 300,000 miles on it. I mean, I was rocking Whoa. that thing, dude. Mm-hmm. And it was about, about two years ago. I finally decided I was going to get rid of it. Got to, Had to get something else. Uh, looking for my options. My in-laws, my wife's parents, getting rid of their vehicle. They offer, you know, me the opportunity to buy it. It was a 2001 Honda Odyssey. <laughs> same van, same color, just one year mm-hmm. newer. And I'm like, all right, okay, it's kind of fun. So I put on the back the Mark II, you know, just different things. But, dude, when I got that, the the radio was a tape deck. Hey. And I wasn't even mad at it. For, like, a month, I just rode around, and, like, I found a bag of old tapes in my garage, and I'm just like, yeah. that's right, Edwards is her hand soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> What's up?
2: <laughs> Be driving around listening to this. Just like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sing me your sweet songs, Danielle. That's right. <laughs>
0: I had, Dude, I had, like, my Van Halen tape I'm putting oh, in there. Nice. Michael Jackson thriller cassette i'm listening to oh, best
2: selling cassette of all time
0: <laughs> whatever man i didn't care i was like yeah and then i'm like oh crap you gotta rewind it like what in the world this so. you can't go back <laughs> to track what? what is this all about? why i don't know um it, it was funny Have you ever seen the videos of like little kids that are handed cassettes and they don't know what to do uh, with or them What do you yeah. plug in the head
1: or phones. even
5: like a pencil and a cassette
0: uh, yeah. oh yeah no. i remember that
3: are
5: <laughs> like huh what does this do
0: yeah. So what's your favorite form of, like, way to listen to music? Is it is MP3 your thing? I mean, is it a generational thing? Do you prefer cassettes? I mean, because people that like cassettes, I think they're just overcome with nostalgia. But do you like CDs? Do you like albums? What, what's your preferred vehicle for? I like
2: vinyls. You like vinyls? I
0: mean, I like... <laughs> I remember I was just telling Steven about this the other day when we first moved into my house. And, like, we came over. We were just sitting around the house listening to records. And you came over with your John Philip Sousa album.
6: That was actually a gift from
0: Neff. I'm like, dude, okay. We're sitting in my living room, just chilling up, and all of a sudden,
2: it's like. (laughs) like I'm glad to hear that it got played. I I
6: don't own a a record player, so like, it's the only album that I own. But
2: I, I do want to get. (laughs) But she does carry it around with her. I love love vinyls. I only have one. I I I
0: have the one, but I love it so much. It's I only listen to John Philip Sousa exclusively
2: oh gosh, No I don't <laughs> That and, and Canon Indy. Well hold on wait wait wait
1: Why did you buy your John Philip Sousa album?
2: Mm, I, don't <laughs> remember. I
1: don't remember Right
0: garage sale inspiration strikes you know Hey
1: this guy's a composer let me buy it Well he's, he's <laughs> well, so popular
6: he writes really yeah. great marches But from a horn player's perspective I'm like oh god no Please god. no
4: So you knew she liked him Well
2: I, knew, I know who yeah. Sousa is oh, okay. He was hoping yeah. she
0: liked him <laughs> You guys got to take a shot at it. We, we went to a garage sale. We didn't even have a record player this time. We went to a garage sale across the street. and My son was probably like seven years old. And he's like, what are these? I'm like, "They're, you listen to music on them. So he's looking through these people's boxes, just flipping through. And he picks out two records says, can I get these? And I'm like, okay, sure and he got um Holland Oates and and Frank Sinatra. Hey. Oh. And I'm like, all right. Very nice. Okay. I, I guess so I, I, my dad was like, what does he want for his birthday? I'm like, a record player now.
2: That's <laughs> cool. I have, I have a Dean Martin that's really, one, that hey, that's dude, what's I tell up, you what? I just jam, I'll just like I, relax. I, I still that.
0: have the original 1977 vinyl soundtrack to Star Wars. Oh, oh. That's nice. That's what's up. So, um, nothing nothing better than hearing uh, the the Battle of Yavin mm-hmm. on on the warmth of vinyl.
2: My parents, my parents grew up in the 70s and 80s, and so I have a large collection that was handed down to me of like nice. 100 or so. Like classic rock vinyls. Nice.
0: When, when I was a little kid, we actually had the old Wurlitzer jukebox in our house. Ooh, nice. Like the straight up happy days Wurlitzer jukebox. My dad yeah. had a bunch of ridiculous things. dude. We had like slot machines. We had all kinds of stuff in our house. But dude, that was like the one thing that Did we- Did your dad secretly own a casino? Let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about my dad. <laughs> but, he, uh, but it was really, really cool. And, and it was like, you could go up and- push the button and the little arm would pick up the record and put wow, it on there. Dude that's so, cool. so cool. That's like the one thing that I lament that we don't have anymore. I would uh, of all the things it, it, a tabletop Miss Pac-Man machine and the Wurlitzer
2: jukebox. Oh, tabletop Speaking Pac-Man of Dads and
4: Vinyl, my dad um when I was a kid, he had tons of he was a DJ in the eighties, so he mm. was like a freestyle. hip hop DJ yeah exactly. Yeah, so that's what I grew up with yeah. yeah. All about that. But yeah, so sorry, <laughs> little little nerd final. <laughs> that, was good, that was
0: good. That was good. No, I uh I had two turntables and a preamp a mixer microphone. and and a microphone. I was uh, I I was used to DJ parties. Mostly for like elementary schools Like end of the year parties And stuff like that Middle aged ladies Birthday parties Whatever (laughs) it was Uh, I just had some DJ equipment So I was like Hey uh." So I thought I'm going to take this To the next level I'm going to buy some turntables I'm going to buy a little mixer here I'm going to learn how to do that By the way Not as easy as they they make it look On television Not at all But I had a roommate And he wanted to learn how to do it So all hours of the day He was playing on my turntable And I hated it so much and then uh, we have a mutual friend oh, yeah. who borrowed it, <laughs> and I never saw it again. Tony, and what was your we, DJ name? My D, uh, Just DJ Tony T. DJ oh, Tony T. On the ones Listen, and twos. Every, every. This is why DJ Tony T was my DJ name, because I needed that check to be depositable. <laughs> a, so I'd be like, they write DJ Tony T, and I would come in behind it with the A-L-A-V-E-R-A. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I needed my bank
1: to accept it. I
0: mean, <laughs> you know, we try and to utilize
1: that. What? Video stopped recording.
2: We've gone dark.
1: Oh no. Did it
5: run out of space?
1: Are we good now?
2: Awkward moment.
0: I see myself on screen. We're live. The
3: audio's
5: still recording. But the end. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Are we 100% (laughs) sure the audio's still recording? (laughs) No. Not until we go back there and look. I'll go back and
1: look. In theory, we should be working.
2: Who's on stage? <laughs> Who's on first? Yes. No, what's on first?
1: No, what's the name of the guy on second? I don't know what's going on.
2: Third base. All <laughs> right,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of the worst band name ever, it's time for the best thing
4: ever. 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 ever.
0: And this is the ever. final. That, well, we have just wrapped up. The uh, the first round, our first bracket set Ooh. for our Space Ace Edition for Best Thing Ever. Uh, last week we had, uh, as proponent, proponented, proponed, <laughs> as <laughs> as advocated by the uh, the Christian nerd crew, Ron Offeringa and Scott Higa. Uh, we had Buzz Lightyear versus the Space Ghost. Mm. And uh, what, what do you guys think? Who, who would you have voted for? Who did you vote for this week? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz,
1: buzz, buzz, Lightyear.
0: Okay. buzz Lightyear. We're just cuz we're not on video doesn't mean you can you can put that buzz, thing up to your buzz, face there it
1: pop filter like in <laughs> Did you vote for Buzz Lightyear? I bo- <laughs> I don't know. He sounds like he's about to throw up. He's
2: okay. dying. Okay, so I voted for Buzz Lightyear and then I bought the Space Coast comic from DC. And you wish you could take it back? I wish you could cuz his it was, it was his origin story and it's so good. Is he
0: actually a Ghost? Is he really dead?
2: No. Well, he does die, and then he comes back to life. Yeah, like The ghost. A so he's a ghost, yeah. And he's in space. So he's Je- a space. Jessica, ghost.
0: Buzz Lightyear, or Space Ghost.
5: Buzz Lightyear. I didn't. I didn't have Cartoon Network a lot growing up, so.
0: EJ, space. Dude, Space Ghost is like outer space Batman. With he's like Buzz Lightyear and Batman put together. Yeah, yeah, cool. He's cool. He's really he's cool. He's cool to me. He is really cool. I voted for Space Ghost. I and once,
2: once I read the book, and saw more of his powers, because I've only known him from the talk show. Like when actually getting to see him in action. He's a legit like, action hero. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he is really
0: cool. But uh, for all of those who voted, we say thank you so much. You can always vote for our best thing ever on Twitter.com, the Nerd of God Godcast page. Uh, the final results with a win 60 to 40. Buzz Lightyear
2: hey! Hey! making start Ron Offering
0: right. the official Christian nerd but that's not the Apparently Scott won't ever let that happen because he doesn't let Ron know the passwords. Buzz Lightyear beats Space Ghost and moves on to the next round and that brings us to tonight's best thing ever our first would these be the semifinal rounds? Sure. I
3: think so. I
0: quarterfinals. Guess. Quarterfinals. The They're first quarterfinals. of the second ra- row of things. <laughs> uh, you can follow yeah. along with us on challenge.com slash BTE3. Tonight, two previous winners going face to face to see who's going to be the best. And this is going to be good. These little, these little second round things are going to be really, really nice. It is Malcolm Reynolds, Captain of the Serenity from Firefly oh. mm. versus... Ellen
4: Ripley oh. From Alien oh. Nice oh. I, I watched I just finished watching The quadrilogy. See? I watched I watched all Alien yeah.
2: I watched Alien Recently And I tell you what Man Ellen Ripley's got it going on. She's yeah, bad, I got dude. a whole
4: new respect Dude she's bad
2: Cause she's I had never bad. finished The whole movie all the way no through No fear And I watched it as a kid But now watching it as an adult Understanding everything That's yes. going on And watching the whole thing It was like That's dope
4: No yeah. fear
0: Ellen Ripley is is really really tough, and I and I think it starts from a point where she is afraid, and then she comes back yeah. just really angry, yes, <laughs> and at and everybody, And, and everybody, and like humans sh- and aliens, she'll you know, shoot them.
5: You know what I really wish it were? I really wish it were Zoe versus Ellen.
0: Oh, Ooh. Zoe versus yeah, that'd be cool, that'd be mm-hmm. cool. But sorry, Zoe is just not in the top list of yeah. space aces, unfortunately. But uh, and I don't remember did uh, did Sam Aaron win?
1: No, she fought. Ellen.
0: Oh, she fought against Ellen Ripley. I'm like, really? yeah, that would have been, been a good match. Ellen Ripley versus Samus Aaron. I guess we already did that. Already Samus. So- so we've got a uh, we got yeah so Ripley versus Mal this is going to be good and the winner of this one goes on to compete against the winner of Han Solo versus Star Lord next week. Nice. That's so, going to be serious. big. Yeah, these are going to be really really good now as we as we kind of unpack these things. So uh, make your vote at this time it'll be online at twitter.com nerdogcast. Uh you can find it vote for Ellen Ripley or Malcolm Reynolds in this week's best thing thing. Error. 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 I, little, I think I went a little Nelly there. I'm not sure. Error. Error. That's an R. Very
5: 2002.
0: Vote for my R. Er, R first word. R <laughs> my good. first word. It's her. I, I always kind of want to lapse <laughs> from that into like Swedish chef. Like, do you feel me <laughs> I can't. That's why my wife won't take me to IKEA anymore. Do you have? <laughs> <laughs> As I read all the boxes. I'm like, I love that
1: place. do you have to do the hands? <laughs> I do. Mean? I do
0: because he was a hand bubbit Like, if you ever watch The Swedish Chef, that's the greatest thing about him. Is it like he's got the the head thing going on, but he's got actually like uh, two hands, yeah, like real hands. human hands, so and they're just <laughs> like human hands. <laughs> so it's one guy it's in the mouth, and then it's two and
1: then hands. Two, so two, and then one guy with hand and the other guy well
0: it's it's one guy with the hand at the in the mouth and then and he's the, also the the left hand so his right hand is operating the mouth his left hand is operating the hand and then he literally has a right hand man doing the other mm. hand
2: and they're it's, like uh, in felt gloves no literally no no, no not, right not with the Swedish they chef hand. the Swedish yeah.
0: chef it, usually they would be for a normal like Muppet puppet but yeah. the Swedish chef actually just uses naked hands Oh, that's creepy watch <laughs> it well, he's cooking watch it and it's hilarious it like that the hands yeah. become way more entertaining than him because uh, you have sweet, to stay in sync. Swedish Chef is wonderful. Swedish Chef is wonderful. You
1: know what's a really, really cool puppet. Is like the, the Big Bird puppet and the Bear in the Big Blue House puppet. Mm-hmm. Like how they're created. Yeah, it's really with really like cool. the dead arm technology. Yeah, because and stuff it's like one that. guy in an entire suit, yeah. and he has to operate the head and the hand. But he yeah. has two hands, so it's like there's like a string going from one hand up the suit through the neck down to the other hand. So like when he moves, when he moves it's one, like one like hand, like hand, it system. marionettes the yeah. other, the other hand. So, cool. And they have like a little screen on their chest, and with Big Bird. He has, like, the script taped to, like, the stomach of Big Bird. And so the only way he can see is through this tiny screen. So he has, oh. to, he has to just be very aware of his surroundings on this tiny screen. But he also has to, like, focus on the mouth and the hand and on the screen.
0: Can I tell you one of the coolest things that I, I did not know? And I love it when I learn neat new nerd stuff. I am a huge Muppet fan. Like, mm-hmm. Muppets, to me, yeah. are... are to the top, never stop. Like, one of my favorite, favorite nerdy fandoms. Like, I love the Muppets. If I watch the Muppet movie, I'm going to cry. You have That's a whole just,
2: action figure set.
0: I do. I have the entire Palisades action figure set, except for um, there, there's two of them that I'm missing. Uh, one of them was one of, the, one of the obscure band members, and then they had a Jim Henson as a Muppet. For, and I, I do mm. not have that one. Other than that, I have the entire, all of the play sets and everything like that. So, uh, I am. I, I even have the prototype um Super Grover in the phone booth. Like mm. I, I, I ain't playing. I got them all.
1: You have picture, pu- picture Muppet. Puppets, uh, the right? photo, photo
0: prop replica, the master yes. replica Muppets. I have Animal, I have Gonzo, and I have Kermit. The Electric Man. Like I'm not even playing, dude. I love the Anim- Muppets. Animal. But I said Animal. He said. Can I finish my story?
1: <laughs> he didn't say Animal. Sorry,
0: he did. So I was watching Star Trek: The Next Generation yesterday, and there was an episode where uh, Doctor Crusher is teaching Data how to dance. Because he's getting ready for Keiko and Miles O'Brien's uh, wedding, so she's kind of doing a little tap dance thing, and and Data's kind of tapping along with her, and there's, they do a little. So they're they're having this whole thing, and I'm watching. I'm going, okay, you know how when they do these sort of episodes, they always cut to like somebody else's feet doing the dances and stuff. But Brent Spiner, Data is, a, a, I mean, he's a Broadway guy, so I, I figure he probably knew how to dance. But I'm watching Gates McFadden, and they're not cutting away from Doctor Crusher, Gates McFadden. They're not cutting away from them. They're actually both like doing these dances. And I'm like, she's a good dancer. Mm -hmm. Like, she's a really good dancer. So I I looked it up to see um, what, like, her dancing background and stuff like that was. And my goodness, she choreographed the ballroom dance scene in the movie Labyrinth. Wow. Wow. She was a former Muppet performer. And she did a lot of stuff for the Muppet Studios, but she, wow. did, she did the uh, the David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly ballroom dance scene from Labyrinth, which That's was a cool. really cool, really trippy scene in that movie. But yay, Gates McFadden, Dr. Beverly Crusher for the win. So I love special Muppets. Right. I love Dark Crystal. I love Labyrinth. I love just all the Muppet stuff. The Muppet stuff. movie. Even the original Ninja Turtles. Oh, <laughs> which oh you know. yes. Oh. Those hey. were great. I love yeah. the suits. Those were really, really yes. good. So, um, so tonight is a very special night. For the of Godcast, we are here to celebrate a very special occasion uh, for our 50th episode, our 50th proper episode, and the crowd went wild. Hey!
3: Episode <gasps> 50, huzzah! It's a, a
0: pretty major accomplishment for us to get through 50 episodes, and as we sit here tonight, we record our 50th show. Uh, I would like to have a nice throwback. I would like to bring it back to one of the original founding features of our podcast, something that we have not done for a very long time. I hope that you are on the edge of your seat because it's the only part that you're going to need. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Neff News. That's right, everybody. We're back. Where did that paper come from? Yeah,
4: I didn't even see it on the table. He he was
0: holding it between his thighs (laughs) like
2: a desperate shoplifter smuggling a ham. TSA was gentle but firm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, that might have been my plateau. (laughs) Peaked with the intro. Usually your first joke is the best joke. (laughs) That's true. Hey everybody, welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff.
0: Hi Neff. One time
2: only, one, one night only, a triumphant return. Today's news is brought to you by Apple Font because I'm not paying $50 for the new Microsoft Office Word. There you go. Mm-hmm. Here's your news and nerd culture this week. In video game news, the incredibly popular board game Settlers of Catan is getting a virtual reality version. What? Game developer Experiment 7 will be spearheading the VR experience with help from the original game's creator, Klaus Tuber.
0: You have to do the Swedish
2: chef thing when you think. two, you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do the hands. <laughs> it's, it's, I know, I had to put my thing down. Yep. It said you can play online with others and experience beautiful in game environments. Hmm. This opens up possibilities for other VR board games, like maybe a detective mode version of Clue, ooh. or an ooh, FPS see. version of Risk, ah. or a survivor horror game version of Monopoly.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: do do oh. not pass go. <laughs> It's actually written down on here. Yeah. It was a hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. In movie news, it was reported that the front runner to play the character Shazam in the upcoming movie of the same name has been revealed. And his name is John Cena. (laughs) Wait, are you for right. real? Hold on, I'm
1: gonna let Wait, you real? You a joke. He's the front runner. Shazam. Are I'm you serious? Are I'm you Kanye-ing finish. me right now?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he definitely, <laughs> he definitely is Kanye. Is Kanye. I want you to
0: finish because I want to say something <laughs> Look what to you may on. need do. Calm yourself. This is <laughs> serious. <laughs> calm, calm, cool. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> calm yourself. Calm <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Okay, John Cena is Shazam. Please finish
2: your story. Of course, The Rock is playing Black Adam. Uh-huh. Thrice in a lifetime. Thrice in a lifetime? After putting out hits like the Fred movie trilogy, The Wall, and Surfs Up 2, Wave Mania. The wrestler actor has the credibility to take on this role, including a doctorate in thegonomics and a minor in therapeutic pottery.
3: (laughs)
1: Wait, 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 is this serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, he
2: does not have a degree in. Uh, no, no, no I'm talking authority. about him being in the front run. <laughs> he, oh. he took a
0: correspondence course. It's <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> More of a certificate. Is he really?
0: He really? No, this is Neff news. Neff doesn't lead with, in with, with fictitious things oh, just for a punchline. Yeah, he's, is he legit. really being considered?
2: Yes, he, he's, he's, in the, he's in the final two. He's like, and he's like seriously in the front of those two. I'm sorry. Is, is McMahon
0: a... producing WWE? You know, versus DC Universe movies? Because they did the whole like Bedrock cross over with these yeah. guys. Well, and uh, the Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, yeah.
2: And Scooby-Doo is owned by Warner Brothers. Oh so my goodness. I don't know, Why? man. Synergy
0: Lemon. <laughs>
2: uh, on a more serious note, we have ne- we at Nef News would like to extend our prayers and deepest sympathies to the folks of Texas who are dealing with the tragedy and home loss. As we prepare for our hurricane ourselves, we would like to point out the amazing outpour from the superheroes of the screen who have donated time and money to help these people recover and stay safe. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention the real-life heroes that lead the rescue efforts and continue to lead them, police, firefighters, as well as those who have volunteered their time and energy to help those in need. There's something in, there's something in seeing that about inherent good and love in every one of us. God bless and Godspeed. And this has been Neff News. Have a new day and a blessed tomorrow.
0: Thank you, Neff. Anybody else glad that he, that last one didn't turn into a joke?
2: No, that was right? really good. We were a little man, nervous for a later. second. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. I forgot
0: how much I missed Neff News, man. You're cool, bro. It is good stuff. Uh, yeah, WB, man. Warner Brothers, I got a little little bone to pick with the Warner Brothers, but we'll get into that too a little, little bit later Warner on. Warner Brothers
2: won uh, the summer box office this this uh, this oh. year. They made all the money. More than Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. Well, they had Dunkirk and... Wonder Woman. So it took, Wait, it took
0: was
1: Dunkirk Warner Brothers? It took two movies. It took yeah. two movies
0: oh. to beat one teenager with the proportionate speed, strength, and agility of a radioactive spider. Of, of course, Wonder Woman did really, really good. Wonder Woman was fine, but Spider Man was
1: great. Yes. Well, what about Guardians? If you take Guardians, no, and technically Spider-Man. not the summer. No. Nope. Yes, it was. Came out in May. That is summer. The That's summer technically not Death the starts summer. Starts in, June. in the in no the summer movie season starts technically at the end of April. But definitely May is. so That's one of my start, favorite
0: things about what you is when you just get a mad on to be right. I'm just telling it's, you, it is definitely. I'm t- if there's it's one it's definitely one of your right now. i to see his face,
1: charming it, like feature. If there is one thing I know, that is movies. Yeah, in the mo- summer movie blockbuster season. Starts the summer, I movie. think Jessica's googling yeah, in May. It, it right starts now. at the end of April, early May. Uh huh. That's Jessica's why Guardians, Avengers, all those movies. His neck is come. swiveling right now. No, it hits like it has he has is red. like, a, like they, he's sassy. They come out it's if beginning. he starts Asbury. snapping his fingers. I know they come out at the beginning of the May. He's like, hold oh, up first. No. I'm just waiting for Jessica because to come summer. Let us know what the summer is. technically doesn't start till June 21st. It's still summer right now, so a movie can come out next week and blow things up. But... Summer, the summer movie season starts at the end of April, early May. Speaking of at the At the latest early May. Are you done? Maybe. I'm waiting for Jessica to fact check me. <laughs> How's it going?
0: I, I don't care if you're right, but I desperately want more than anything for That'd you to be, be wrong.
1: wrong. No, I promise you. <laughs> I'm not wrong about
0: this. Okay. Does, does anybody else care enough to sit here and wait, or can we just move along with the show? According to the, the
5: Atlantic actually starts in March. Oh, even earlier. <laughs> I don't know how that qualifies. Maybe from the amount yeah, of yeah, that's that's the
0: same thing Going as like them Florida putting Christmas weather. decorations out yes. in July. It's like okay, well. I don't
1: well, agree with it. thanks, Christmas.
0: thanks Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I don't
1: agree with it starting in March, but definitely I would say May starts the summer movies.
0: Okay, can we can we can we finish thank the show Steve. that we started? Sure. Okay. <laughs> you may proceed. Are we back? Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. Um this blessing. will be Steven's last show with us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we decided you know what he he'll text us and ask when we're gonna have the next recording and we're just gonna not text him back. That seems to be effective. You'll see so- me at the
1: doors out there looking in
2: sadly. <laughs> As it rains. Is that
5: your method? He's gonna
2: have
1: <laughs> you make proceed.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Um so so uh I, I I put something out last week that tonight was gonna be our fiftieth episode all play. That tonight we are going to come in and we're going to celebrate fifty episodes of the Nerd to Godcast. Uh, but I misled you, uh, even just a moment ago when we celebrated, uh, yay, fifty episodes. This is only in reality episode forty-nine. Now it might have been episode fifty if we didn't lose that one episode, I was Stephen.
2: Say. Wait, we you, have more of those three me. episodes. But
0: but this is episode forty-nine. So. It is not appropriate for us to be celebrating and lauding one another for our labor for 50 episodes when we are only 49 episodes in. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to what I want to talk about tonight. When somebody does something prematurely... When they start celebrating and tooting their own horn, we've all seen the video clips of the the bicyclists who are run or the runners who they're right there at the finish line and they decide to throw their hands up right as they go through it. And as they do that, they get passed by the person right behind them. Yes. You know, we've seen those things it's where you just just a little premature counting your chickens before they hatch. We're we're doing in our Thursday Bible study right now with our kids. We're talking. Um, about Abraham. And God made a promise to Abraham. You guys remember this. You, Abraham, you old, but you going to have a kid. You old It's like a Larry King deal, right? He's like, you old, but you going to have a kid. And Abraham's like, but I'm old. And he's like, yes, but you're, you're going to have a kid and it's going to be great. And Abraham's like, all right, you're not only going to have a kid, you're going to have man stars in the sky, sands on the seashore. You're going to have like a multitude. You're going to be father of many, 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 many. And Abraham's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to. I'm going to need to stretch, I think, a little bit first here. So so some time goes by, and you guys know the story from Genesis. Sarah, his wife, begins to get a little concerned that she's not going to be able to live up to this promise of God. So what does she do?
2: Goes to Hagar. She
0: goes to Hagar. She said, hey, Hagar. Hey, Hagar. Hey, That's, Hagar.
1: Hey, hey,
0: Hagar. Hey, can
2: you do me a solid? <laughs> <laughs> Will you have?
1: No, nope. wow. stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop right there.
0: Um, so Hagar is her handmaiden and 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 I'm sure just as lovely as her name. And Hagar is uh, she. She's one of you know one of her servant girls, and she says, uh, "Young and nubile, I imagine." And
1: she says, "She's only seventy-two. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's, she's, she's fresh more, out the womb.
0: She's more like the Blanche Devereaux of this collection wow. of golden girls.
1: Gosh!
0: <laughs> so she takes and she says, "Hey, uh, Hagar, I got a job for you." She's like, "Is it the dishes, Mistress?" No. <laughs> I got 99 problems, but a dish ain't one. <laughs> she said, well, what's the 99? She said, that's my husband. He's 99 years old and uh, he needs a hand with something. So so she lends her handmaiden uh, she gives him to she gives the handmaiden to her husband as a wife uh, and he takes her you know good good husband right? Yeah yeah, you know, take my handmaiden, yes, dear. <laughs> and he he takes her and he knows her, uh, biblically, and um, and she becomes pregnant with a child, and that's not God's plan. That's not God's will. She has a son, and the son's name is Ishmael, and and all kinds of problems come out of that. But I'm not here to get into the the history and lineages of whatnot. But. Um, But the promise was not that he would have a son because he would go lay with the handmaiden. The promise was you're going to have a son, your wife was going to have a son, and you would be the father of a multitude. And that promise was uh, eventually for Isaac. But what happens when you get ahead of yourself? What happens when there's something that's supposed to happen, but you get a little antsy and you decide you're going to force it? You're going to play a hand that you haven't been dealt yet, and you end up making a big problem for yourself. This is something that actually happens uh, biblically. This is something that happens in real life, too, and we've seen it. Uh, we talk about the biggest movies of the summer, blockbuster movies, from Shazam to Wonder Woman to this new Joker movie that's A. rumored. Uh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if we're A on that one or not. I really <laughs>
4: it's it's going to be directed by Martin, correct? It's mm, produced. It has not been confirmed. produced
2: by Martin Scorsese. Sorry,
4: produced. They want him to
2: direct, and but... They're, and they're saying that DiCaprio might... He's in, he's in, he's in talks. Yes. He's To in, be the Joker? He's yeah.
1: rumored to be... I will say this. If it was a Martin Scorsese-directed, starring Leonardo DiCaprio yes, that, Joker yes. movie, I would not be upset at it. However, still don't trust these. Now, now, when you're da- watching... Da- Daniel, Daniel <laughs> Day-Lewis Day Day
2: comes stuff. out of retirement. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they
1: bring Willem Dafoe. Gary
0: Oldman oh. is Edward Nigma. <laughs> 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 but
4: he displays, he displays I merch. think it's a shirt idea I don't trust DC I don't trust you don't like DC that. Let's make that
0: happen I, no, mean, I don't trust Warner Brothers Just, oh, okay. I, I, wanna, <laughs> I, I don't wanna, trust uh, you I want a shirt that has DC But it's just like a charred remnant of the DC logo oh. And it says I've been burned before oh. Available on nerdygodcast.com Right now, <laughs> right now. I'll,
2: I'll I am making those
0: shirts right now I'll take 10 I will pay extra for shipping in the middle of a hurricane That's happening Uh <laughs> Yeah, we but ship
2: it by Hurricane. But when,
0: when they began to lay the track, I remember watching, and we've talked about this numerous times on the show and off, when we watched the Iron Man movie, we thought this is going to be a quality movie. I remember one of the interviews that came out in Marvel Comics right before Iron Man came out, and they were asking questions about Spider-Man 3, and they're like, yeah, we're, Spider-Man 3 is going to be great, but the movie that you're going to really want to see is Iron Man, and nobody believed it because they're like, who the crap wants to see an Iron Man movie? We can watch Venom. That's going to be amazing. Hmm. Oh. Gosh. So Iron Man came out, and it was like, that was really good. That was really solid. That was really cool. And then later on that year, when Hulk came out... And and Tony Stark comes walking in there, all of a sudden we go, Ooh, you know, like it started with Nick Fury in the post-credit scene, and then you know, I Tony Stark that. walks in and to and, and to where General Talb or General Ross is, and, and then these movies continue on, and we begin to see the tracks laid for The Avengers, which was the superhero movie event of a lifetime at that time. And and they continue on with Guardians and with Doctor Strange and even the Netflix shows, and it's all building towards this amazing coming together that we all are very hopeful for. And so far, even the worst Marvel movie, which in my opinion would probably be something like Iron Man 3, was still not that bad. Yeah. So DC, because they smell blood in the water, they just say, we're going to make a b- b- movie universe too, so mm-hmm. let's do that. We have one movie, let's make it all the movies now. And what happened there?
1: We got burned.
0: We got burned! So bad. Now you're the DC guy here, Neff. Tell us what's wrong with the DC extended universe. Tell like What Nef. what happened? What, what should they have done?
2: Looking at it, from no, from my knowledge of the whole like timeline of the DC Universe of comics, mm-hmm. they should have done pretty much like what Marvel did, where they had individual movies to set up their characters. I mean, I don't mind them having crossovers and uh, setting up characters in the movie. Like having Wonder Woman in the Batman vs. Superman movie, that was kind of cool. I, w- I wish she had gotten better better setup. But I think that's how you would expand the DC Universe is by having, like if you're going to have a Green Arrow character... Um, if you don't want to make them the main character of a movie, just have them be a, uh, an important part another movie, like how they did with Hawkeye mm-hmm. and Scar... And, uh, not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow. How they made them uh, side characters in, like, Iron Man and Thor, but then they came back and they were, like, main characters in the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the problems that DC had is, one, they didn't develop their main characters enough, and two, they haven't... Even though they have a huge collection... Of of characters to work with, they haven't done that cool thing where like they bring in a surprise character that you don't know, and, and like like a red tornado or something like coming out of nowhere would be so cool to see.
0: Do you think that they were just dis- there was a they they were pushed backwards by how good their TV universe went?
2: Uh, no. I think I think they uh, like having Flash and Green Arrow have their own TV show makes it hard for them in the future because like people are so comfortable with those characters on the TV version Mm -hmm. that it's going to be hard for them to get used to a newer one like a a green arrow in the movie universe they're going to be like the only Green Arrow that I like is Stephen Amell, yeah. he's oh, and, and he's really good. And and just like with Barry Allen, yeah, um, he's okay. Yeah. But
0: I think where people are going to really hit that when the Flash.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, but
0: but it feels like it. This is just my my outside looking in. But I mean, as a movie fan, as a comic book fan, it feels like they really, really rushed it. They yes, they yes. oh They yes. said they didn't lay the groundwork. They just went straight for the, you know, for the boss battle. And now, no, yeah. you you played Zelda, Breath of the Wild, yes. Jackie. It Ugh. is from. I'd never. I wouldn't have done this. But you can, in theory, mm-hmm. as soon as you start playing the game,
5: you can go straight to the
6: castle
0: and possibly win the game. I, mean, I doubt it. <laughs> but okay. without ever, without ever playing anything, I'll
2: go try it next time. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, you could. You could just walk right in, and you could walk, right it, in, you could walk go straight to the go straight to the boss and and fight. You know the last battle and win the game Theoretically,
3: Theoretically without
0: can. having to play the game. Doesn't that seem like you're missing the point of the game? So You're missing so much goodness.
2: Let's think, with DC, they have so many big sto- the good storylines that develop their characters in the comics that I think they really wasted the opportunity to have this story. Like, the Red Hood storyline is an Easter egg. And I know they're saying that the next Batman movie will kind of either go back or it'll be a new story that's in the future, like, in the timeline. Uh, I don't know where it's set. But if they had started with, like, a Red Hood movie or something and done, like, the death, death in the Family thing, instead of it being, like, an Easter egg with Jason Todd, we would have seen the development of Batman more, which would have been amazing.
0: How, how do you feel about Ben Affleck being cast as Batman? Like, how do you, how do you feel about, like, him stepping into the, to the cowl in that role?
5: I was skeptical at first. Because Ben Affleck, like he's not—I never—I saw him in Daredevil, and I was not impressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he did well enough as this Batman, as an older Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I think he did well.
4: Yeah, do
0: you guys? I, I mean, agree. do you agree with that? I agree. Yes.
4: So yeah, uh, I, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say—I mean, I was just gonna say after after Argo, for me, Ben came to life to me, and I was like, wow, I like it. I, I see—I could see this. Um, yeah. I did. I wasn't one hundred percent sold um, as Batman. Christian Bale is my Batman. Just put that out there. Mm -hmm. But, um, and even, I'm just going to be honest, I'm not trying to be weird, but even the build, like when I think of Batman and his build, I think Christian Bale has the build for Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, But, as an actor playing Batman, Ben, I think he can continue to do a great job, and I started respecting him a lot more after he did Argo. And and
0: here's but here's my problem with that, because I would agree that, that he's good, and he visually he looks cool. Um, I just watched the first uh, 25 minutes of Suicide Squad, which is about all I can take of that movie, yeah. and I really like the scene where he was in it. I really like yeah. the part where he comes mm-hmm. in against Deathstroke, uh, Deadshot, excuse me. Exactly. I, I really like the part where he comes in against Joker and Harley. <laughs> I, I like that. I thought he looks yeah. really cool. It's great. Yeah. And here's my problem, is I want to watch Ben Affleck as Batman. Yes. I don't want to watch him, like, sharing the screen with, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman and now a whole other cast of characters where he just gets to sort of be the plot device guy. I don't want to watch Mm -hmm. Batman in the role of, like, Professor X while everybody else is vying for their screen time. True. It doesn't work. That's why we don't care about the new generation of X-Men movie characters because they're not given enough screen time. They have to fight over it with really, honestly... Like Mystique is a boring character, but she's a top person. So they, they put these movies out, and then the you know, young kids, Cyclops and uh, and Jean Grey, who should have been like the, the hub of the yes. X Men yeah. Apocalypse movie, and who's going to uh, be the
2: main character in the in the they next got, movie? They got
0: nothing. They were used as as just props, just yeah. walking props, and that that's a shame. And I would ha- I hate that Batman. Uh, when I was thinking about Justice League today, I'm going, yeah, we're going to watch this Justice League movie, and you're going to watch Batman in some cool fight scenes but not in a way that you, like, I don't care about this Batman.
5: He's more playing the Nick Fury.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I want to watch him be Batman. Like, yeah. that's one of the things I'm excited about, the Captain Marvel movie that's coming up, because I want to watch Nick Fury be Nick Fury instead of, you know, oh, yeah, Nick Fury. Here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to watch that combat. I want to watch Nick Fury being totally bad to the bone. For yeah. a
1: second, I thought you were talking about Shazam, and I was like, no. they don't have even cast yet. How yeah. are you excited?
0: Malcolm <laughs> Universe, yeah, Bruce it's, Wayne, it's, Agent it's, of it's, S.H.I.E.L.D. It's going to be uh, David Hasselhoff <laughs> as <laughs> Nick Fury. <clears throat> With, yeah. yeah. Um, old school. Vince McMahon is Nick Fury. Um no but that's and that's my problem is I think that DC with the casting that they have because I'm not going to I like uh, John, uh Henry Cavill. I like Henry Cavill. Me too. I, I think that he's a, he seems like he's he's really good as Superman. Gal Gadot is just Amazing. perfect. It, to me like if you're talking like superhero casting it goes Robert Downey Jr. and Gal Gadot. I mean that's, that's really I, I, they are their characters. Yeah. I, you might, I might have to throw like Chris Pratt up there somewhere. But honestly, like Gal Gadot, she's she's it. That's Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole movie universe has has been done? Like when? The, oh yeah, we're well now we're getting, they're like. I just heard the other day they're putting out a um, Harley Quinn movie, but they're like mm-hmm. super fast tracking it. Yes. like because it has to come out next summer.
2: I don't want it. I don't care about Harley Quinn. But
0: that's the thing. Well, you know why? (laughs) She's popular, though. Merchandising. Merchandising. I know.
2: The Harley Harley Quinn movie will make bank but what will she do for the universe it It doesn't matter it doesn't doesn't matter because
0: that because they're not thinking of the universe as a whole they're just throwing stuff at the wall and saying and and hoping it'll stick they know they're going to make money so they don't care about the the quality or the continuity and that's exactly the conversation that i'm trying to have here is that they're putting so much stuff out there without actually having an intentional plan without so is it ready yet what difference does it make Man, don't undercook my food. Don't bring me something raw and and tell me that it's that it's just you know al dente. I, I want to have something that's quality. And Marvel did that, and and DC did not. DC has DC just started th- like oh yeah we can have that too. Look at us. And I, I just kind of get like a three little pigs vibe off of them. Like they just wanted to throw up a house of straw or a house of mm-hmm. sticks and say look we got one too. Who's afraid of the the big bad wolf? Um, In this case, Marvel or, you know, Kevin Feige.
1: And what really stinks is they just got done with the Nolanverse. The Nolanverse ended in 2012. Mm -hmm. So they're already not only having to compete with Marvel, but to compete with their own intellectual property. Well, and
0: and Marvel's not off the hook because for lack, I mean, it's it's technically Marvel. Spider-Man tried to do the same thing. Spider-Man was like, look, we've got Spider-Man. Now we're going to make Spider-Man 2 and Sinister 6 and Venom and Silver Sable and maybe a Spider-Man 3 if we get around to it again. And look at all the things that we have. We're we're just like mm-hmm. hey, there's a Hulk movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's and, and it didn't work. It just it didn't work. And I, and that's my my problem. And it's not just Marvel, Warner Brothers, all across the board. One of the biggest controversies in video games a couple of years ago was the game Batman Arkham Knight. Do you guys remember this game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Huge game, quality game, except for the. Uh, overly dependent Batmobile Uh, scenes. That was so
1: frustrating. But once you
0: get past that, you know, the gratuitous Batmobile tank battles, I mean, it's a really solid, really cool, really fun game. Yes. But only if you're playing it on Xbox or PlayStation. Because if you were playing it on PC, when they released it, it was a totally unplayable game. Mm. And they released it anyway. They sold it, and it was not finished. Uh, And their thought was, that's okay. We'll put patches out that'll fix the game. And they did, and it didn't. And they're like, no, 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 we'll get it this time. So they put more patches out to try to fix the game. Meanwhile, people who like pre-ordered and people who bought this game are completely frustrated because they've got a game that is wholly unplayable. And it finally, as the story ended up wrapping up, and this this was a process that took weeks and maybe months, um, they ended up, I think it was Rocksteady Interactive, ended up just refunding everyone's money. Just saying, oh, we're sorry. We sold you a game that does not work, um, and that's the problem. It's like game companies do that all the time. They're notorious. What was the, the Assassin's Creed one? Mm-hmm. The, in France, Three? the Unity, yeah, oh, yeah. Unity, And they yeah. and they were like they it were it, it was totally unfinished, totally really? unplayable. Because and they
5: want to keep with the pace of the other ones. And they it
0: exactly so they put it out and they and they ended up not having a finished final product. And I think. That that is that's what I mean when I'm talking about like too soon, you know. And I, I use the spiritual context of like Abraham m- sacrificing the promise just so that he can have the the right now of it. It was it was like oh yeah, I know that this is the this is where I should be, but man, this is where I want to be. And how often do we do that in any area of our lives where we take shortcuts? or we try to cut corners, we try to uh, you know have the the instant gratification of I want it, you know, we go straight veruca salt, you know, like I want it now, daddy, you know, and like that. and we don't and and God is God gives us promises. Like a squirrel. And we're just like, yeah, God, I know that you've promised me this, but I want it this way. I want it my way and I want it now. What's your experience with that? Have you guys have you guys lived that? Have you have you seen it? Do you do you have another example of that? <clears throat>
6: For me, um, I think back to my senior year in high school. Um, As I've mentioned before on the podcast, God's put it on my heart from a younger age that I want to be a band director, a high school band director specifically. I want to teach music. It's been on my heart for a while. My senior year in high school, I got uh, really nervous and in my head about how I was going to be able to provide for myself financially because I wanted to be able to move out all this other stuff and I started doubting my ability to be able to do what God called me to do I I didn't think I was going to make it as a band director so I was like well you know what I'm going to figure out something that's going to still help people and I'm going to be able to provide for myself financially all that good stuff so then I was like well you know I've always liked the idea of like being a massage therapist like I, I I know I'm pretty good at that it's so I was researching, I was doing all this fact-checking. of like, well, yeah, massage therapists make pretty good money, and it's pretty solid work. There's a lot of different areas that I could do massage therapy, be it for relaxation or for uh, medical purposes. So mm. I started researching massage schools and found this little place called Aveda, uh, which is a really, really great school. Which is not
0: sponsoring us. It's
6: not sponsoring us. Um, it, it was very expensive, but I got student loans. I did all that. It was a seven-month training course for a um, uh, dual license, so I was licensed to do massage therapy and uh, a facial specialist. And let me tell you what, those was the worst seven months of my life. <laughs> you <laughs> were <laughs> miserable. stress
0: <You laughs> were I stressed. That's, why they're, not, that's yeah. why they're not sponsoring us. Uh,
6: no, and like, I just remember thinking, cause like, I mean, I get stuff in my time hop cause it's around this time of year that mm. I had started it. And I remember saying like, oh yeah, it's gonna be seven months. And I'm like, was it seven months though? Because it felt like three years. <laughs> and it was awful. Like there were times uh, I would just come home crying. It, just, it was just wow. really rough. And it was because I had decided I was going to put my own will on God. And mm. it's like, well, you know what? I know you wanted me to do this, but I'm going to kind of jump the gun and do this thing because it's going to be safer. And it ended up being actually worse for me. I had—I struggled with anxiety and depression while I was at Aveda.
2: Hmm.
6: Um, it was not, good. Not, not a happy
2: time. Hmm. I, uh, I recently... so I get quiet so I was like trying to there's no segue here (laughs) so um, recently uh, an opportunity opened up at a church
0: glad you're bringing this up because I didn't I wanted to but I didn't want to uh...
2: no it's okay Okay. and uh, I was talking to some people who who go to the church and um, I was starting to get excited because I was like you know I could work it was a a pastoral position Um, I I am not licensed at all Or anything. I've just been a a youth leader and a kids' church leader uh, for a couple years, but I've talked to other people and and they started getting me excited. I got I got really excited about it. I was like, you know, maybe I could do this. And um, but I didn't want to make any rash decisions, so I went and talked to to um, Tony and and uh, our kids' church pastor Nolan uh, about it. And um, they had they had the same same consensus uh, where. They, they saw, and I, I kind of felt it too, where I wasn't ready to step into that position at all. Like, I mean, I have some tools, but like, I don't have all the means to do that right now at you, this point in time.
0: Do you remember that scene from uh, Empire Strikes Back when Luke is on Dagobah and he's training in the ways of the Force and he gets like this sense, my friends are in yeah. trouble? Yeah. And what does Yoda tell him? He's not ready You're not ready You stay here and finish your training you must <laughs> Yeah And he's like I can't I can't I, My friends are in trouble I gotta go Let him go Was that a good move or a bad move
2: Bad then move Guess his hand cut off It
0: did get evil And then he
2: found out his dad was crazy it's Crazy yeah. space Then he space found space out the crazy murderer. was his dad <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then he found out that his The girl he'd been making out with for two movies Was his
1: sister oh, no Oh mm. good job Lucas <laughs> Yeah Then he so, found out his
2: daughter was Ray Oh <gasps>
1: Wait, what? No, nothing.
2: No, but <laughs> Fan in,
0: in that in that context, Neff, I, I mean, I, and I was glad that we had the, the, the chance to have a conversation. Dude, you're a brilliant guy. Mm. Uh, you've got a great heart for people, a great heart for ministry. And I think God's going to open all kinds of doors for you. Mm. But in, in that context and in that moment, you definitely were not, you, you weren't prepared. You were not right. equipped. And it would have been, especially in a ministry position where people, I mean, really people's like spiritual lives, people's well-being uh, are on the line, it, yes. it's, it's ir- it would be irresponsible mm-hmm. for, for you to take that. That's like letting mm-hmm. a uh, – and I'm, please forgive the crudity of my analogy. It's like letting a toddler drive the school bus. You know, right. it's like you're just it's, – it's not that there's anything wrong with you it's just that you're you're not ready for that yet. And I'm not saying that one day like you, the the light shines down from heaven and you go, "Now I am ready." You know, my training yeah. is complete or anything like that, but but there definitely has to be a preparation period. Mm-hmm. There definitely has to be a an intentionality, not just a there's an open door, I'm going to jump through it.
2: Right. Which is why which is why I came to you as soon as I thought about it because I was like I don't want to jump into anything this soon because I know if I do, and I'm not ready, and 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 I respect your uh, opinion and and your educated wisdom over anybody's.
0: Well, I know you, and I and I. Uh, while I have a lot of qual- uh, like a lot of confidence in your ability, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that that ability still needs some time and some investment and right. some refinement. Right. Um, which is not to say that it's not like, oh yeah, that's never gonna happen. Yeah. You know, move move on, loser. Yeah. Um. No, it just means that you need to take the time mm-hmm. to actually walk it out and prepare yeah. and do the thing. I was I was talking the other day about uh, just some people in the Bible that that rush into things. Versus, one of the most impressive things for me was when I was I remember when I was reading the Word and uh, the Apostle Paul was talking about his conversion to Christianity. And the first thing that he did was go away for three years to Arabia and study the scriptures and prepare himself. We don't see that necessarily when we read. We're like, well, Paul, he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. And the next thing you know, he was standing up to the church and reaching out to the Gentiles and doing great things because that's the movie version. Um, with the movie version doesn't take us through the step by step, minute by minute of him actually saying, all right, pause. Now, let me go and prepare. What was Jesus doing for the first 30 years of his life before he decided to get baptized and step up and do his thing? Staying. Preparing, you know, getting, getting in the place where he needed to be. If that's Jesus and that's Paul doing that, then, man, what makes us think that we're somehow magically better than, than that? Yeah. EJ, your transition to what you do in life, what kind of preparation did you have to do to, to get where you are now?
4: Um, just off top, it, it kind of had to do with me taking time to see, you know, if because I was working full- time as a teacher. And I really had to take time to understand like, okay, if I paint something and I put it out there, is it, is it really gonna sell? All right? So I tried it and then it sold. But you know, it's one thing to sell something once a month, as compared to selling enough to pay my rent. Mm-hmm. And so really what it was, um, it was the training of discipline to turn, turn what I was doing, turning my hobby into a profession. And it took a lot of time, um, days and weeks that I didn't want to paint necessarily. I had to push myself to get to a place where I said, okay, if I'm doing this full-time, how would this look like? How would it feel like? because I was a full-time teacher working, I mean, some weeks I was working like 65 hours a week. I'd get home at like six or seven at night just to go into my home studio and start painting at eight. I wouldn't stop painting until like three in the morning. I'd wake up and go back to school. Hmm. Um, And I was doing that at the end of what I would consider my training. At the end of the training, I was doing that almost three to four times a week because I was pushing I was pushing my hobby into a profession meaning I was trying to at least go I would say part-time so like 20 plus hours a week on top of, of at least 50 hour a week session you know being a teacher so my training had a lot to do with uh, perseverance discipline you know understanding how much money I guess how much time like what does my time what is my time worth um, and then finally The final step was when, as a teacher, I had the summers off. So, as a teacher, you have about two and a half months that you are free to do whatever. You can go back to school and be a summer school teacher. You can, you know, in in Orange County here in Florida, not California, but Orange County, uh, Orlando, Florida. The better of the two. (laughs) You don't, um, you do not get paid during the summer. Um, For example, where my mom works, they actually pay you for the year so you actually get paid less on a monthly basis but during the during the summer you also get a paycheck yeah, in awesome. Orange County you do not do that so for two and a half months you are paycheck less if you decide to save your money that's on you um, you know you can defer money into a bank account whatever I didn't do that you know that was just things that I had to learn but so every summer for five years I didn't have money um, and then the final summer I said okay this is it I know that I am trying to get to a place where I want to be able to pay my rent with my art. That last summer, I did not take on a part-time job or full-time job during the summer, which four years, for full straight years before then, I would get a part-time job or a full-time job during the summer. This year, I forced myself, if I I am going to not have a part-time or full-time job during the summer, if I get evicted from my, my apartment, I get evicted. So it put that pressure on me to understand how much work i had to do what i had to pursue how i had to get myself out there in order to be able to pay rent for at least two months straight um after i was successful with that two month period that's when i knew for sure i i was ready to quit Um, because i realized i do have what it takes to paint every day at least five days a week to produce enough artwork to pay you know pretty large substantial amount of bills that I have with my rent and car payment, car insurance, et cetera, et cetera. So that's for me, that's, that's the training. That's what I had to do before I made my decision. Um,
0: so what, what would have happened if you would have done it earlier? If you did, if you'd have done it before the right time, before the moment when you were prepared and ready to do it, if you just said right out the gate, I'm gonna go do this, but without the, the discipline, without that preparation, how do you see it working out differently?
4: Um, I definitely would not have understood how hard I had to work and the timing of it wouldn't have worked out. So while okay, I quit I quit my job without really understanding how much I had to put into it. I could have I could have faced eviction, definitely, within that first month. So we leave school like in June. So I would say by middle of July I probably would have been evicted because I I would have been learning how much I had to put into it, um, at that time. And Learning, If you're learning, I'm trying to figure out an analogy. So instead of going to boot camp, you go to war. So you're going to go to war without boot camp. In my case, I would have gone to war without boot camp. So I literally would have been in the summer left to my own devices, trying to train myself on the job, put on the job training. And I would have definitely fumbled.
0: And and at this point, your ministry and your art studio would probably no longer be existent. No, because I mean, it would not be a viable thing for you to do. No, yeah. And and that's that's one of the that's one of the things. I mean, when you have something, you've got to give it the time yes. to grow and to mature, and for you to grow and mature and be ready for it. Uh, whether whatever it is, if it's a ministry calling, if it's a job, if it's a relationship, um, there's just some times that are just the wrong time. People always ask me. I'm going to get really awkwardly personal for a second. So just track with me. Uh, people always ask me, you know, when did you first meet your wife? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I say, when did I first meet my wife? Or when did I first meet the person that would become my wife? Like there's a weird story because, okay, the first time I met my wife, and this is going to seem weird, um, I was teaching at a school where she was a fifth grade student. Now, that seems bizarre, right? You
1: should always lead off with that Always lead off with (laughs) that. Well, she was in fifth grade, and I was a teacher. She was in fifth grade, and I was a teacher. All right, that's not
0: where you go trolling for wives, right? But (laughs) as it turns out, no. Now, she is... My, my, I am, I'm 39 years old. My wife is 32 years old. So we're not like, there's not a huge, huge, massive difference. And we certainly did not start talking to each other until I was, you know, she was in her, in her mid twenties and I was in, in my early thirties. So there was. There, that's the, that's the, the correlation there when it was far more appropriate. But if I had the same feelings for her, then that I had now our relationship <laughs> <laughs> would not be the dreamy and wonderful, wholesome, nourishing Yikes. place that it is right now. It was not time. Now, granted, I did not know her. We did not have a conversational. I was not her teacher. Um, I was a the computer teacher for the middle schoolers. She was n- not yet in middle school. But um, I knew of her because her mom was one of the teachers at the school as well. That, that was how I was aware of who she was. But I didn't know her. Um, I just knew of her. But it was a you know, strange thing. It wasn't until much, much later in that context you have to wait until it's the appropriate time yeah. uh if you're abraham you've got to wait until due season for you to have isaac if you try to rush it you're going to end up with ishmael and it's going to be an uncomfortable uh, unpleasant Ugh. thing that god's going to end up having to undo ishmael, <laughs> ishmael. um you know and, and that's and that's the thing even when when jesus turned it over to the disciples and he's like hey i'm leaving now Um, He didn't say, "I'm leaving now. Go make disciples of all the earth." I mean, he says it in Matthew 28. Yeah, go make disciples. But first, he tells them, "Go to Jerusalem and tarry until the Comforter comes." You know, go and go, and then I'll imbue you with power when the Holy Spirit comes. So there's even then there is the waiting period. You know, it doesn't matter how hungry you are for bacon, you've got to wait until it's cooked, because eating raw bacon
2: gives you dysentery
0: or lockjaw, at the least. Uh, And that's my beef with video games that are put out before they're done and they just think they're going to, you know, fix them uh, with with patches. That's my Mm. thing with movie universes that we're supposed to just like, hey, they're making a movie universe and now I have to care about it because I cared about the Marvel movie universe. By the way, I saw Godzilla for the first time the other day. It wasn't great. And I don't care that it ties in with King Kong, which I heard was better than Godzilla, but I don't really care. Mm. It's pretty good. And then the, the mummy, the same thing. Did anybody here see the mummy? No. no. Anybody here have desire to see the mummy? No. no. But it's going to be an extended universe of monsters, you guys. I don't care. <laughs>
5: I didn't even realize it was in theaters.
0: I didn't yeah, realize no, I knew it, it came out. Theaters, I don't think I it's like, in theaters. It came out anymore. the same
1: day yeah. as Wonder Woman.
0: It's not oh, in wow. theaters
2: anymore, is it? I, I saw yeah. the 1932 so. version. Got yeah, pulled.
0: but the, the, like, the thing is, it's like, I feel like they're trying to manufacture something without taking the, the time yes. mm. To really do it right, Marvel did that right.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was also thinking, uh, tying in with Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was supposed to come out in 2015, and yeah. they kept pushing that back mm-hmm. and pushing that back. And I just kept telling myself, like, it's going to be worth it if they're pushing it back. It means <laughs> that they're doing more stuff with and it. And that's right?
0: that's like the, the opposite of movies. I get nervous when movies get delayed. You know, oh, and they're, yeah. oh yeah, this movie's coming out. Nope, and now we're going to push it back. That was yeah. the, what's wrong with this? That's the Pluto Nash effect. Or what? Oh, didn't gosh. they didn't they push back Fantastic Four?
1: Probably. I feel like I feel yeah, like they
0: did, but when so. a video game gets pushed back, You're I go, like, "Oh no, okay. good. Take your time, please. Fix those bugs. <laughs> Make don't, that better." be like
2: the, Superman sixty four. Well, here is the yeah. thing with like with comics, like DC Comics, they've been around for over seventy five years, so that's why their their comics now still hold up really well. Like even even when they like do a, a reboot in their comic books, the comics that they're putting out are still well developed characters. And even their crises like are really well written, and even though it's all retconning stuff, it's 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 well done, and the characters are characters that we love because we've gotten to know them over time and through stories that develop them.
0: But do you and, feel like when they retcon something, when they come back, like when they when they came out with the new 52? Yeah, did were you excited about the new 52? I was not into comics at the time. <laughs> I, I was like,
2: I did like, I love the new 52
0: see now and there was there was good moments and bad moments but to me i just felt like every time you restart something it's just making me feel like ah and how long until this one
1: ends and what when you're gonna restart it what's the point of restarting it if you're just going to tell New versions of the same story.
0: That was even when Marvel did the ultimate ones, like fifteen years ago. They did the ultimates, which to me was fantastic, triple A, great. But they did like Ultimate Spider Man, Ultimate X Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four, which started out as a cool idea, but it it ultimately degraded into how are we gonna bring Mr. Sinister into this now? Or how are we gonna look, it's it's ultimate electro. Oh
2: look, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. More than siblings. (sighs) And they're Wolverine's kids. You're grounded grounded.
0: Yeah. But I think that that's, that's my big frustration. I want, I want to see whatever it is that's in my life. I don't want to get so antsy. Uh, And, and, you know, and, and I, I had a conversation with several, um, pastor friends like three years ago at youth camp about, and they were all youth pastors and we're sitting all in there. We're all 37-year-old youth pastors at the time, 36 and 37-year-old youth pastors. And we're having this conversation of, well, when is it time for us to stop being youth pastors? Aren't we too old for this? You know, By definition, aren't we like we're we not very youthful anymore? And um, and as we were talking about that, they began to say, you know, look, I, I still feel very called to this. I still feel that, you know, that this is my calling. This is my passion. This is my mission. This is where God has put me, and I'm going to be faithful. And that was uh, th- th- three years ago at youth camp um of the people that were in that conversation, I am the only one that's still in youth ministry. Wow. <laughs> all of those guys are wow. now well, one wow. of them is a senior pastor, one of them is a state overseer, <laughs> state youth director somewhere. So like they've all gone on to the thing. So now I'm looking at myself going, oh uh everyone's left and now I'm the only one left in the room and this is awkward. Is it my time to go do the next thing? I don't know and but so I don't but I don't want to dare jump into something because of peer pressure or jump into something because of my schedule and God is saying, I have not told you it is time yet. I have not told you that that now is the season. And it seems like there's so many moments in our lives where we're like, you know, we want to go straight Leroy Jenkins on this thing and like go charging in. Leroy
3: (laughs) Jenkins.
0: (laughs) But, let's do this. God is saying, wait, stop, pause, yield, seek me, have that moment Where where you're in my presence before you go. I mean, you know, Jesus gets called. Hey, uh, your boy Lazarus is in Bethany. He's sick. Why don't you come down here and help him? And Jesus even paused and hesitated. And Lazarus died. But because of that, it wasn't just a touch him Lord moment. It was a bring him back from the dead moment. It was Mm -hmm. a it was a, a, a opportunity for greater miracle opportunity for God to get greater glory. Because of that moment of deliberate pause, I can't think. I'm trying to think of other moments in the Bible where, where there is that. You know, I think of even Song of Solomon, where you know we're talking about don't don't wake love before its time. How many of you guys have ever been in a relationship that was a forced relationship? Define, oh,
1: define forced.
0: <laughs> we're getting awkward and quiet now, right? Uh. You ever have someone that was like, "Oh, you guys would be a great couple. Let's make this happen." Yes, and they yes. F- forced that thing to happen, and then you are like, "Oh, wow, I kind of this was this was forced, wasn't it?"
1: Oh yes,
4: absolutely. Yes.
0: All right, that's. No, that's <laughs> we'll just, else. we'll <laughs> just take the yes, and we'll move right. <laughs> I'm um, gonna
2: tell the story, but well, no, it's okay. Would you say? <laughs> nah, I think we're in good shape. Just... Would you say, um, if you're thinking of like Bible like things, um, the Israelites coming out of Egypt when they went to the Promised Land. That time when they got when they weren't allowed back in because they disobeyed God, that what, was it—forty years. They were walking around for forty years. Yeah. yeah. Would you would you say that time it took them to mature and to the point where they were ready to actually go in? I yeah, most of them most, of them. most of them died. died. Well, yeah, yeah letting like, them
1: die off. Yeah, I think it wasn't but. for them to mature, it was just to kill off the people who were just going to go to another god, which they did do. Yeah. I, <laughs> Repeatedly. I, and
0: I think even you know God's promise of "Hey, I'm coming back, you guys," it's like, mm-hmm. is he? Is he coming back? And then we get so antsy that you have these doomsday prophets that are like, the Lord's coming back today. I saw it in my tea leaves.
1: There were even people de- <laughs> okay. during during the eclipse that are like, this eclipse is just a sign. Like, this never yeah. happens. I'm like, this happened a lot. This you never going to happen again. Right it's going to happen in like seven more years. Like, like, people like to use these things. And that's the thing. Like, Jesus said in... When he was still alive after he resurrected, I'll come back soon. So, like, even the first Christians were, like, expecting Jesus to come back soon. And here we are 2,000 years later, and Jesus hasn't come back yet. That doesn't mean he's not coming back.
0: Yeah, well, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, yes, as some but consider
1: slackness. I, but we also, have to be, we also have to be ready uh, for that. That's why the Bible says to be ready in season and out of season with with whatever. I might be taking that a little bit out of context, but that's kind of how I'm thinking of it right now. In season is to, and out of season. Is to be ready for for A when Jesus comes back and then that's also for like to be ready like whether you are are um like the way I've always heard it describes like whether you're like in church or out of the church you need to always be ready for whatever or whatever happens. Whether someone comes and asks you a question about you yeah. know about the Bible or yeah. tries to challenge you, like be ready, be in the words so that way you can mm-hmm. retort, you can teach, you can do whatever in season and out of season. Whether you're in the church or whether you're in the grocery store line, you can be ready to be that for whoever it is. And I Second think Timothy four too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that is also like how we need to live in regards to like Jesus's promise of coming back. Like he may not come back in our lifetime. Everyone says he is. He may not. Nobody knows the day or the hour but we should be live expecting for him to come back. So we can be ready for our entire lives,
2: whether, whether he comes back or we go to him first, we need to be ready. Yeah. One of, one of the, one of my favorite uh Bible studies we did, uh, when it was like the college kids over at Tony's house was, we were talking, we were sitting around and it was really quiet. And Tony was talking to us about, um, Jesus coming back. Cause I, th- I believe it was when we we're doing, uh, the book of revelation. And, um, Oh, it was just this cool thought that that Tony said where it was like what if Jesus walked into the house right now? Like what if he just came here and talked to us? It would we would be would we be ready to like like what what, what could we do? What would your reaction and, be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and like, would you be which, like, "Hey,
0: what's up, fist bump? You know, slide over on the couch and give him a seat."
2: <laughs> or would you like fall down because you're not even
0: there, somebody's peeing themselves. That's definitely happening.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably be me, <laughs> or would you be on the floor like face down, yeah, like a old Pentecostal woman. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: no, that's well, okay. Uh, and I guess when you when you tie that in, how does that how does that how does that theme together with the idea of of not prematurely? What what does that mean as opposed to like I'm going to do this thing before ahead of time? I'm going to rush this thing. I'm it's it's too soon, versus. It's right on time.
1: I I think about this when you say that um, in sports, I'm talking mostly football because as we're recording this, we're like a couple of days away from the beginning of the NFL football season. And during the off time in the football season, they have a couple of months off post the Super Bowl uh, where they can just do whatever they want. And then starting like May. Or, from what I
0: understand, the really good ones go to Disney World.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> starting like April or May, they'll do like little off season like like off-season activities with the team to start training. and then Basket inti- weaving, and they'll braid each other's hair. <laughs> and then uh, throughout the entire summer, they do training camps, they do, a pre- they do a preseason, and it's all to get them ready for the actual season. So regardless of wherever you are in your season in life, uh, wherever God's calling you to, if you're preparing, if you're, if you're studying the Word, if you're praying, if you're having fellowship with other believers, if you're, if you're seeking God, when it's time for the season to start, you will be ready. Well said. But you have to start now. So if you're, if you're going into week one of the NFL season, you haven't done anything, you're going to get jacked up. But if you started back in the offensive team act or the uh, whatever team activities, optional team activities, and then went through the training camp and then went through the preseason, not only will you make the cut and be on the team, but you'll, but you'll have a better chance of making an impact on the team.
0: That's good. Well said. Very well said. Even with a sports ball analogy, I was I was following with That's
5: you. I know Scott Higa is being ministered to right now. That's right. <laughs> Somebody
0: just you know talking talk sports ball here on the Nerd of God
4: no, just um, just to kind of also segue off of what Steven was saying, and just because I had wanted to say this a while ago, back when we were talking about kind of the you know the, when we were on the main topic of DC versus Marvel, but just segueing to what Steven's saying as well in regards to us being ready to me when I think about this topic you know like the person that's in and out of season they're not a robot, the, the person that's in charge I think about the visionary who's, who, who's the team or the person or the team of people that are leading the charge for Marvel leading the charge for DC leading the charge for Nerd of Godcast, for the church down the street um, for our government, whatever I think about it as we're not robots, we're human Abraham going all the way back to Abraham, Abraham was a person we have choices, decisions that we can make. We have a path we can take. Um, And for me, it's, it's all about the individual. Um, And and where are we at in and out of season? And then going back to the whole Marvel DC conversation, it's almost like you just have to, and even for ourselves, we have to understand our motives. What is it that we want out of it? Um, And even in ministry, like, do we want longevity? Do we want a, a quick fix? I know sometimes we kind of talk about like, uh, you know, either youth ministries or churches kind of doing a trend or doing something for the moment that seems cool, whether it's, uh, you know, no offense to any pastor out there that wears a long tee and skinny jeans. But, oh, you know, a, a pastor that doesn't wear that kind of clo- those clothes at all. But out of nowhere, one Sunday they come in and, and they're wearing a, a you know, long tee and skinny jeans. Um, because that's just a trend and they think it might go somewhere. They might be able to pull in people that are dressed that way. And I feel like it's kind of a, uh, I don't want to say cheap trick, but it's just something that's done for a trend or something that's going to be qu- a quick fix of something. And then going back to D.C., I kind of feel like that's maybe some of the issues that they're facing. Um, because at the end of the day, we're, we're all people and we all have choices to make. And as as an individual, as a human being, um, or as a believer in Christ, like where do we stand with what we're? Sta- mm. Where do we stand with what we're standing for? Um, and in the case of DC, do they just stand for money? Do they just want a quick fix? Are they? Do they care about their fans? Do mm. they want loyalty, or do they just want to make a Harley Quinn movie six months to almost a year before it was casual even casual dudes want money. for for a quick cash flow because they know Halloween 2018 mm. they're going to make a lot of money because Harley Quinn's going to wear four different outfits and. They can. That's a. That's an like action copies.
0: figure for each. Yeah.
4: Exactly. And and I feel like Marvel. And it's it's crazy because I mean I'm getting literal goosebumps saying this right now. But, you uh, know, almost to the point. Is I'm, I'm super. I'm a super emotional type of dude. But I feel like Marvel, whoever's in charge, because I don't know whoever you are, sir or ma'am. You understand, and you are a visionary, and I applaud you. Um, I don't know who that man or woman is. Kevin Feige, mostly. Mm -hmm. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you. You are a visionary, and you are leading the charge to building a community of fans and followers and loyalty because... You're taking the time to put your arm around us and tell us a beautiful story.
0: And that's why I just leaned over and, and shared with Jackie while you were talking. I said, the difference is they have vision. Yep. Yes. People perish if they so don't, literally, don't have vision. Amen. Literally, they have that'll vision. That, they, they do. They have vision. Preach. And that's the problem is that we, we don't, the, when we try to get a little uh, extra aggressive, it's because it's not because God's promises are somehow hazy. It's because we don't have a clear vision yes. of what God is promising, and we don't have the patience Amen. to match that promise. Uh, you know, sometimes, look, you got, you have to sow and so and so before yeah. you can reap. You've got to really just take that time and walk it out, and know that many times it's not going to happen that first time. Yeah. Many times it's not going to happen right off the uh, right off the gate. But you got to be faithful, and you got to be persistent. What does the Bible say about about well doing? Don't grow weary in well-doing because you will reap if you faint not but in due season instead of just saying i'm gonna go for this right now how many people do you know that have left the church or made poor decisions in their life in their career in their ministry in the way that they follow god because they wanted a thing now and god wasn't giving it to them so they decided to go fishing in another pond yeah I want a relationship right now, God, but, but I don't see anybody right here in front of me in my church. So let me go to another church or yeah. let me go, uh, start looking at the club or let me go and, and they, they start looking somewhere else. And God is like, you don't have, you have no idea. Yeah what i have for you mm-hmm. you have no concept but what you need to understand is that i am the lord and i have a vision for your life Amen. i see uh, the, the desired and i see how all things are going to work together for you because you are called according to my purpose but we lose that vision we lose the plot and we end up trying to like scramble up to write our own our own ending to the story
3: yep.
0: and uh it, it's it's I, I'm trying to think of like the the, uh, the idea of somebody having to like make a presentation and they're making a speech mm-hmm. in front of a bunch of people and they have note cards, but they forgot like the last note card and they've got to just make up an ending to the <laughs> thing. And it's like, uh, 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 and then we were all unicorns. And it's like, well, that really kind of fell apart there at the, the end. And, Nailed it. <laughs> and how many, I mean, you we've even seen movies like that where like the whole movie is like this. is And then the end just... Yep. It's like, oh, you can see where the studio jumped in there. They wanted to make a, a change there at the end. They didn't have the right vision for it. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, we, we What was the one with Will Smith with the vampire zombie Oh, monsters? I Am Legend. And yeah. the, the whole end oh, of the movie, yeah. the whole plot of the movie, big spoiler alert for the, the whole movie, but the whole I Am Legend thing, the way the movie was supposed to end was that at the end he realizes that he is the monster. Yes, that that's they're, how the book is. That they're, that yeah. they're intelligent yeah. and that they're afraid of him like he's like running from them and hunting them and all this kind of stuff but they're just coming to rescue one of their own from this monster who has been shooting and killing and hunting them so I am legend means I'm the bad guy I'm the one that, and that's a really cool twist and mm. then the the movie people the, the preview people said eh, I don't like that so the studio said let's just change it to where he throws a grenade at him in the end yeah. and that happens so many times where they're like yeah let's just let's sacrifice this because we don't have a clear vision yeah of how this is actually supposed to go, and and we and and the thing is, we we still buy it. We still go, oh well, okay, well whatever you say. Um, and and I, I think that we, when it comes to our comic book movies or it comes to our video games, there's that's superficial. But man, when it comes to our walk with God, yeah. we've got to put a priority on doing this thing the right way, and not just getting fixated on the things that that tickle our ears or put a smile on our face of just like, Ooh, I like this. This is my favorite thing because what the apostle Paul says it, he's like, Hey, sometimes, uh, sometimes you fat, sometimes you skinny, sometimes you hungry, sometimes you full, sometimes you in pain and sometimes you, you know, but, That's when he says, in all things, I've learned to be content, you know, because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The context of that verse is I know how to follow God no matter what I'm getting served, because my vision and my faith is that no matter what's happening, if I'm empty or if I'm full, that God is going to lead me and I'm going to have what's best if I trust in him that's my vision and that's my hope. Not like, oh, well, I don't like the way that this preacher's preaching, so I'm going to go to a different church. Or I don't like the way that this person is, or I don't like that, or I'm, it's too hot, it's too cold. And th- these are, you know, superficial things. But, well, that church is cooler, or that church is, you know, this guy, you know, over here, they they serve a better cup of coffee. They got Starbucks at that church. Oh, man, what about, what about God's calling? What about God's vision? What about Amen. God's promise for your life? What would happen if Everybody in the Bible was as wussified as our church culture, our Western church culture is today, and got us, the minute they got a little uncomfortable, they're like, "Can we go back to Egypt? Uh, yeah. You know, like what would happen if those were the leaders? What if happens yeah. if those are the ones that that wrote the history? If those are the ones that that got man, that's why God has to rise up the least suspectful people, man." Because the most of people are always the ones that are like, oh, yeah, well, that's fine. But, you know what, let's just let's take the king over here and we'll take him prisoner and let's bring back all that livestock, even though God told us to kill everybody. Or Mm -hmm. let's just let's just we're going to tell them that we sold all this property and that we're giving this money, but we're going to really secretly keep some back for ourselves. Or, uh, you know, no, I never knew the man cockadoodle do, you know, whatever it might be. We forget Mm -hmm. God's promise and God's best for us. So we decide that we're going to write our own ending. We decide, no, God, you know, we know that you have a plan. But instead, we really think John Cena would be a good Shazam. (laughs) Exactly. And God's like, you can't see me. (laughs) 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 You don't have the vision that I'm having. Are you sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, Final thoughts? Agreed. (laughs) Word.
4: (laughs) Prepare. Prepare, prepare, and then when the moment comes, just do it. <laughs> but it has to be at that right moment. It does. It's you know, oh, there, not so, on your moment, it's on God's moment. One of the yes. big
0: things that, that has been said tonight, and Stephen, you said it the most, was the word season. Yeah. Um, we just went through a period that we have branded as Stephen's season. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fair to say that Stephen's season is now over. It's okay. The 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 Steven season was... a a, a tongue-in-cheek kind of a fun our little circle of people branding because Steven was having a a conversation with somebody and we all thought that it was cute and there you know it could be like a little a little burgeoning you know friendship with with Steven and and, uh, a a female person who is a wonderful brilliant great person Um, it didn't go the way that you know we we teased you that we hoped that it might and that's okay that's not a knock against you or anybody else steven and i'm sorry for putting your business out here yep for, it's already there for all, so of it's our, okay. all of our all of our listeners but dude that moment you is it doesn't define who you are because True. if if God is definitely in charge of what's happening in your story and in your life, if God is the author and the finisher of our faith it means He's not going to start something. He's not going to put a desire in you and then leave it unsatisfied. It's not not God is not going to uh, you know push you into something because somebody created a hashtag as a goof, and now you're in a situation that's not the best thing just because it was the available thing. Uh man I just I just tell you and encourage you uh as one who has been burned before <laughs> the first thing could still be the worst thing you know the thing that you have right now could be the very thing that lets you down and uh you know when when the timing is right it's always worth the wait mm-hmm. yeah. and and when when you have the thing that God has for you no one ever no one ever holds in their hands the thing that God has given them and said ah but what about that other thing? Because the other thing is it, it, it never compares. So I, I just want to encourage you be faithful in and out of season because God has a reason for all the things that he's doing. And,
4: uh, can I say Amen. one thing? Sure. Quick? Yeah. Um, and this is, this is real talk, Steven, cause I was a part of the, the, the crew that, that would throw the hashtag up, but definitely in the realest way. And I'm not, and I'm, this isn't a joke. Um, it's no, it's not Steven season. You know what I'm saying it's, it's God season, and um, God has you, man. And I'm proud of you for everything you're doing and everything you do at church. And it's God season, bro.
0: Class act through and through, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't be uh, Stephen. You've been you've been my with me as always for a decade now. Uh, class act. I couldn't be more proud of how respectful and courteous mm-hmm. and uh, and and just just right on dude right mm-hmm. on you yeah. you handled yourself like a like a true gentleman like a true champion mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be more proud
2: of you I think if anything came out of Steven season was the fact that we saw so many of your like great qualities about you like, yeah well said yeah. That, that, that's one of the things that I really liked about Steven season was the fact that it was like highlighting all the things that was great about that were great about you that people might not know and you know my favorite thing like about Steven, seven. and
0: I don't know if it's confidence just, just working itself out. I, I don't necessarily get that vibe. It's definitely not arrogance, but um, I, I don't – you never you never have a desperation about you, lad. Mm. Like you always – and I don't know if that's just a, a, a reflection of your faith, a reflection of like – But but man, you are just – you're always faithful to work right where you are and to be faithful with what you have and to never get like – so bent out of shape of like, I need to have this now. Like, ah, like you're just, you're just always, always stay the course, always faithful, always, you know, mo- moving ahead, keeping your, keeping your cadence, man. I just really respect that. So inspirational now that we have talked <laughs> way more than you probably want us to about Steven <laughs> so season, eh, well, uh, we do. I wasn't planning all that. <enough>. But the only one who didn't say anything was Jessica, the one person who probably
1: yeah I was wondering about that. It's so you should have
0: left.
3: Here.
5: You should have listened to me earlier.
1: What is that supposed to mean? Well, talk here we go again. <laughs> we'll talk after <laughs> the show. That's not for the. That's not for for the. For oh the this is so, why no, no, I don't no, want to we'll be at this table, table anymore. We're gonna <laughs> talk about this after the Dagobah show. It's all uh, about timing. Thank you guys for everything you just said. Because what I was going to say uh, was something that I'm struggling with right now is direction. Um, because I feel like I'm being pulled two different ways with desire and calling. Um, because I have a desire That'll to praise. be a filmmaker, but I feel like I have a calling for ministry. Hmm. Um, you can do both. I know you can do, <laughs> I know you can do okay. both. I've been telling him that, that, that out for, for a how, long time. How, however, they both are different directions when it comes to preparing. Hmm. Like, hmm. I could go to school. I can go to film school. And spend my time in film school, but if my if what I'm supposed to be doing is ministry, I have to go do something else. I could do both yes, however, I want to focus on whichever one I'm supposed to do so the whole Steven sees thing I just want to ask for you guys and I guess the nerd of God squad to just keep me in prayer because I'm heavily trying to figure out if I'm supposed to do filmmaking uh and do or do ministry because I have a, I have a desire to tell stories whether that's visually or if I'm just telling people about the gospel
4: um not that, to put you on the spot, Stephen, but I have to ask this. I mean, do you believe that God could be calling you to do Christian films? He
1: could. Okay. If I didn't, I just strongly dislike most of Christian <laughs> films. <laughs> but maybe you're supposed, like d- it, yeah. but you're supposed yeah. to yeah. fix it. Yeah. If you, it.
5: you yeah. hate something, you make it better.
1: Po- you make Possibly, but there's but there's stories that I want to tell that aren't necessarily like I always. I mean, that's ge- fine. I always get. Like I don't know if this is like the flesh or anything, but I always get a little like. Frustrated when like I feel Like people's like if you're gonna do something It has to be 100% ministry Related because there's stories I want to tell Movies I would like to make that Don't need to be a parable or don't yeah. It's just a story like one of my f- most Favorite stories is the most dangerous game I just think that's a really cool story mm. And I would love that I love it especially when Stone
0: Cold is in a movie <laughs> version of it I didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, oh, and I it, didn't even realize that And Good another connection. one it's basically, that's basically yeah, I saw the movie for that very reason uh, but Didn't like, did
0: they do a Simpsons episode of the most dangerous game?
1: They did Simpson. They might have, but the one that I think you might be thinking of is they did one that was similar to Lord of the Flies. No, they, I know what I'm thinking. of. I know the Lord of the Flies, it, Flies Camp Krusty episode. Okay, it like no, show, Camp Krusty? There's, there's one him where him? they they cra- their bus goes off and they land on an island.
0: Oh, that's not the crusty one when, no, when they the have the actual
1: pig head on a stick. Well, they probably they probably referenced it there, yes. but they oh, they s- certainly did. But they straight up did an episode where they they're on the bus, the bus falls into the ocean, and then they float away to an island, and they straight up like divide themselves into two. Like most of the what I know about Lord of the Flies, I own the book. Most of the what I know about Lord of the Flies, did comes you from the read Simpsons. the book? I read the first chapter, but <laughs> <That's not> a- <laughs> <laughs> however. Um, and another one is a book I've talked about on the show before called Daniel's Story, which yeah. is about a little boy going through uh, concentration camps during the Holocaust. That one's so sad. It's a sad story. It's so sad. sad, but it's a it's a great story. No, it is. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind making like uh, like they did that TV show Kings where it was like a modern day sort of story of the uh, story of David saw which if you do something like i want to not like i want to trick people into the gospel but be cool to have like a movie like i would have i would like part of me was like, if i want to go into filmmaking i want to i want to be at the oscars Mm
2: -hmm. like
1: not not so that not just so that way i can receive you know an accommodation but i feel like it'd be nice to have somebody who legitimately not saying that these actors don't but who legitimately wants to put God's glory first, giving thanks to God at the Oscars. Stephen, and Stephen not just Dricks having an actor like, first of all, I just want to thank God, because that's how he got me here. Yeah, but the role that you play doesn't glorify God. And that's
0: yeah. one of the things I get a little antsy when I see like, oh, hey, y'all, did you see this video? Look at Jim Carrey. He's a preacher now. Or oh my goodness, Chris Chris Pratt is a Christian. Or yeah. look at, it's like, why are we so desperate to have famous people on our side? Look at yeah. Justin
2: Bieber. <laughs> oh my no. goodness.
0: No, but uh, Stephen, uh, whatever, whatever it is that you choose, don't Abraham yourself, don't put yourself in a bad situation, but any Tool that you can put in your utility belt. Look, Batman fights in Gotham City. Why in the world would my man be carrying an anti-shark repellent bat spray? But sure enough, he had it so totally that when he needed that. it, he could use it. Um, when I was when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, um, you guys, Stephen, EJ, you guys were at my house and I pulled out some of my old drawing books and I'm looking yeah. at it, I'm going, "Dude, I remember when I was in high school, I wanted to go to Savannah. I wanted yeah. to go to 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 mm, do scad. that's, that's what I was hey saying." to say, guys,
4: he draws really
0: good." Just I was putting that out there. I so. wanted to do art and design. Too. Like, that that was my dream. And then I, I w- it went back even further, and I don't remember who we were talking to. But my wife and I, we were talking about people on the radio who looked different than they were hearing. And I remember the mm. first time when I was in middle school that I met the, uh, the uh, radio morning, the Wacky Morning Zoo crew from my favorite station that I listened to every single morning when I was getting ready for school uh, up in West Yarmouth, Massachusetts. Hey. And, and I was like, oh, man, I, I like got up super early because they were at the convenience store at like near my house so I like got up extra early ran through the woods to get to the convenience store so I can meet them before I had to run back and get on my bus to go to school
5: wait was it 93.3
0: I don't I don't remember the oh, station that's the only
5: Cape, Cape Cod station I remember
0: yeah, maybe that yeah, may it I don't, I don't remember but I, I remember meeting those guys and thinking like oh I want to be a DJ on the radio like I want to do and, and all the things that I want to do whether it was art or whether it was you know writing, or whether it was a DJ, or being a teacher, or doing comedy, or whatever, the th- anything that I wanted to do, ultimately it found its place in my life by doing ministry. It's the one place, and it was the one application where I could bring every single tool on my utility belt for the glory of God, and it was almost like all of the desires that God was putting in my heart I could have gone into radio or I could have gone into art or I could have gone into uh, education or all the different things that I wanted to do but it was almost like God was preparing me for the right season to when I would enter into ministry work and God was saying see all these things they weren't open doors they were simply tools to to fuel the thing that I actually had called you for David was not a shepherd nor was he a uh, professional lion or bear killer but those things that God used, uh, prepared him for were the things that he used when he was a king, when he used for the thing that actually God did prepare him for. Um, and, and maybe it's your desire for storytelling or maybe it's your, uh, Stephen, your absolute tenacious faithfulness or your, your ability to your, your loyalty, your fierce loyalty or um, just your I, I'm telling you in ministry one of your greatest gifts is your ability to take abuse like a champ. You are the Mick Foley of ministry. <laughs> <laughs> we are making a lot of wrestling references tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I, I was about so to say that. There might be some wrestling fans out there
4: listening. Uh, listening.
0: But I'm just saying, whatever happened to the five-star Frogcast. Podcast. I'm just saying uh, you know I missed you, But anyway,
1: brilliant podcast name
0: the but the, the point is this man, all the things that God is doing in you now are for the person that he's making you into yeah. and and that's and i'll I'll even take this back to Stephen season. what God is doing in you right now is also for the person he's preparing for you, so I pray that that person comes into your life sooner than later, just for your own desires because you're not getting any younger and uh
1: I'm almost 30. And I pray that your first child <laughs> to the will be
0: a masculine child.
1: <laughs> <is just> like, <laughs> I won't be the next one to be 30, but I will almost, be 30 soon.
5: Almost 30. Speaking of almost 30,
0: <clears throat> I'm almost 40. Yes. And I had one one desire, one wish, was it was one thing that I kind of have had in my mind for the past two, almost three years. Mm-hmm. I don't ever... Do anything special for my birthday that's just not something i do i don't I don't know why I don't have like a problem with birthdays. I mean, I like ice cream cake if I can get an ice cream cake with the little cookie crumbles in the middle of it, that's usually all I need oh, yeah. Um, yeah. for that's a good. while that's they nice. would they would put out a um a, a new wrestling video game a- around my birthday, hmm. which is in november so i I always like getting a new wrestling game but other than that I didn't really uh, need to have any kind of accolades or whatever for my birthday. It was just not really my thing but forty And this isn't a midlife crisis thing. I was inspired by a song that I love, Jimmy Buffett's A Pirate Looks at 40. Hmm. And it's the story of a man who's 40 years old looking back at his life. Mother, Mother Ocean, I've heard you call, wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall, you've seen it all, you've seen it all, and I, and and the idea is, I, I was very fascinated as a young man by, by Jimmy Buffett, by that island mentality, I always kind of wanted to have a seaplane, and just go from island to island, and you know, wear nothing but, you know, baggy shorts, and a Hawaiian shirt, and you know, <laughs> just kind of just be that laid-back island style, I'm not even a beach guy, but just something about that seems so appealing and attractive to me, so I had this idea that I wanted to have a pirate looks at 40 birthday and I don't mean I wanted to dress up like a pirate or anything like that I meant I wanted to be in the Caribbean on my 40th birthday and uh, of course that's a very expensive thing and it's not a very realistic thing unfortunately and uh, last week my pastor uh, gave me the opportunity to come up with a thing for our church staff Uh, to have kind of an appreciation thing for our church staff, a a together time, like a bonding time. And I was able to find a cruise to the Caribbean happening the week of my birthday. No way. (laughs) We would need eight cabins, eight staterooms for our church staff. When I called them, that ship had eight staterooms Remaining. Wow. wow. For that cruise. It is the will of God. <laughs> so I put that whole package together. I presented it to the pastor. He's like, all right, you know, let me, you know, we got to consider it. We, there, there were finances that were put aside. They were not church finances. They didn't yeah. come out of any tithe payers things. These were things that were put aside from when we purchase things for the church or whatever we do, we get reward points. So mm-hmm. it was all reward points. It was like free, free money, basically. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't coming out of any. It was not coming out of anybody's tithes. It wasn't coming out of anybody's offerings. There was no like financial misgivings about the whole thing. And it was that is that is what it is. So we found this whole thing, went through all the church staff, and you know, kind of on the download, just sort of like, hey, what do you guys think about this? What do you you know is this something that could work? And everybody's really excited about it. But we had a couple of church staff that were unable to make the time happen, uh, them or their their spouses or what have you. And uh, in the interest of ohana meaning family and family meaning no one gets left behind um we did not uh we did not a- actually successfully book no. that
1: why would you set what? us up like that what in the world oh. no i'm so happy so for
4: sad.
0: you yeah so i was pretty bummed about it uh, uh, but i i know the reason was right because yeah. we want to have it, that that particular week was it's for it was for the staff it was for us to have that bonding time and that relaxation time and you can't leave someone behind that just yeah. defeats the whole purpose mm-hmm. So I was a little bit bummed um, and whatever, so um, no big deal. But uh, I looked online today, and I found another cruise. And I told my pastor, I said, there's, this is the weekend. It's, it is right before my birthday. It gets back on my birthday, so technically it still kind of counts. Uh, I need you to give me some grace and accommodation because there's a big weekend happening that weekend, and I'm going to have to miss a huge event here at the church. And he said go and i booked that cruise and i'm gonna be in the western caribbean for my 40th birthday i know talking about i know jimmy buffett
4: here we come Well, here you come
0: uh yeah so that's uh that's that's my thing so i'm pretty excited about that so it's awesome I might just delete that whole segment. From so are we show. all
1: going to see you on your birthday?
0: No. Uh, well, I well, I don't. I mean, uh, unless you're going to be on the boat. Actually, I get back that day. So well, I'll go pick you up. I was yeah, hoping. We can go pick them up. You want to come pick me Wait, up? Wait, where, cool. where are you sailing out from? Tampa. Oh,
4: okay. What day is it, is your birthday? What day of the week? Monday. Okay. That was oh, yeah, Monday. Monday. I remember last year we would went to... We all like. We went to Boston
0: crew. Market. We Boston had youth Market. Thanksgiving. Oh yeah! Oh that was,
4: awesome. yeah! That it was, was like, awesome. So many people. We shut that place down. Yeah, yeah that was we cool. It was, like, we literally, like <laughs> literally, yeah. had the
2: whole line was. We just had the yeah. whole the whole restaurant. So we, we had actually had to leaders. let somebody go
1: in front of the entire line oh, yes. just so they could get their food. Quickly. We had yeah. leaders, students. All but yeah, it.
0: true story. I'm definitely gonna need someone to uh, drop me off and pick me up. Wait, are we doing Youth Thanksgiving that Sunday? Yeah, it's on you, Stephen. You're the one.
4: Oh, hey. So anyway, uh, (laughs) I got
1: you. you. We
0: hope that we hope that you guys have gotten uh, some inspiration out of tonight. If God has got something in front of you right now, we just pray that you would uh, take the step measured step and just know that trying to force something to happen is not the way to make it happen. Waiting on the Lord is the absolute perfect way because he's always got something better for you than what you can imagine yourself. Uh, Remember if you are a fan or if this is your very first time listening, one of the greatest ways we'd love to chat with you and connect with you, please follow us across social media platforms, Nerd of Godcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, You can email us. We'd love to chat with you, Godcast at gmail.com or just check out our blog, also, if you like the ministry and you want to help us to do the things, none of the none of those uh, none of the financial blessings uh, towards the show go towards uh, any of us going on a cruise or anything like that. But if you would like to help us out financially and, and bless our ministry, uh, one of the best ways for you to do that is to go on Patreon.com where you can uh, become one of our patrons and support for uh, your small donation. Uh, it makes a huge difference in the things that we can do in our ministry. Uh, you can also purchase Nerd of God cast memorabilia and collectibles at the store at NerdofGodcast.com So uh, from all of us here at the Nerd of God cast and we just want to say thank you so much remember it's that it's the the season is the season for believing and knowing that there is a reason so uh, make sure that you're not moving forward and that your faith is not freezing because that would be high treason
2: bars
1: yeah
0: Uh, the big man
2: Quentin Neff hashtag Nerd of God cruise (laughs) 2020
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a second! Hold on a second.
1: Everyone can fly out here. We can go on a cruise with all of our, with all twelve of our we listeners. Do an all right. Episode. Wait, what's happening? What
0: you doing? wait a. Now hold on. Neff Nef has mentioned something here. Maybe perhaps perhaps my man has been ha- has been blessed with vision. Would you, in our Nerd of God squad, come to Florida and hop on a boat with us and have an awesome four day cruise to the Caribbean with your friends from the Nerd of God cast? Let's just say if we did that uh, this time next year, huh. would you guys be Whoa. willing to do that?
1: Or we can I move it to the to end of that. September.
0: Would you guys be willing to do that if we? you want to go in, in November when you're out of uh, hurricane season? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Yeah. <I> <laughs> yeah how about out of that. hurricane season,
0: please? <laughs> would, you, would you be willing, if you, if you would be interested in being part of a, the first Nerd of God cruise – which we're making up as we're talking right now. Hot dog. Let (laughs) us know. Reach out to us online and say, ahoy, I'm on board, cap'n. And (laughs) we'll see if if we can make something like that happen. Make that Um, a hashtag. Good vision. Now if I like that. Mad mad props. Big, big applause. Just take the
1: jewel out of my head. And He was supposed to. You was supposed to just say goodbye, and now we have a plan. You have a jewel in your head? He was making a vision reference, oh, okay. a Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe vision reference. Gotcha. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Were you ever really alive?
1: Mr. Stark, am I going to die?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> the twins, Jackie and Jess. Good night. Bye. Your boy, official Ness.
4: I would be remiss if I didn't say happy 25th anniversary to Batman the Animated Series today. Yeah, Ooh, nice. good call, mm-hmm. good call.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's not your send-off, EJ. I'm sorry. I that's, didn't a that's a good that was one. A that, was good. Word, that was a worthy addition yes. to what we were talking about. Yes.
0: Uh, always. Instant in Steven season and out of Steven season. Steve-o-Supremo.
1: Pa alam. I don't have a, a phrase to say. Yeah, that's Neither why. Neither do I. I just said. That's why guy. you're alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 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 and up at the booth, Nick Sadler. Hey. Goodbye. T- Goodbye. T- tell your mom that you're going to be fine and <laughs> yeah. you're the hurricane's not going to get you.
1: Oh, it's not my mom. It's my dad. Um, oh, really? Oh, Yeah. Dwayne, is your dad's name Dwayne or yeah. Dwight? Can you go home? I don't know. Should you they go? want on? me to. Wait, wait, hold it. going. This might be a conversation for after the podcast, but if this hurricane hits, are we having service Sunday? Probably We're,
0: not. we're, we're, uh, we're hurricane watching. Service. We're watching to see how we need to react. Are we still going to We it. have the already, springs we have already Saturday. canceled Rock the Universe, and we are canceling yeah. our trip to the Springs Dad, on Saturday.
1: God. I mean, I, I understand. Yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. I got time off of work for that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, Saturday's free now. Sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, dude. Every time. You know what?
0: Every time. Saturday. You should play Hearthstone. Is that the game? Yep. Or watch Battlestar Galactica. I'll watch
1: Battlestar Galactica. I or think spray right. paint.
0: I'll bring my Battlestar Galactica yeah, I'll Blu-rays. Such is life. That's cool, Steven. Um, there you yeah. go. So Hurricane Paint Party. We'll all lock ourselves in the house, board up the windows, <laughs> and use spray paint. they will the find boards. us all dead Monday morning. <laughs> just,
1: just because. Be Feel like fumes.
0: that. Feel like that old couple laying in bed <laughs> holding like, oh, hands in Titanic. Oh, it's
1: like, like The owners of Macy's. <laughs> These four, oh, we have seven people dead during the hurricane. Did the hurricane kill them? No, the hurricane wasn't nope. bad at all. They decided to spray
2: paint. They in were a, spray in painting in the, the house. house. Gentlemen, it's been an honor <laughs> <laughs> to paint with you today. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tony away. T
0: for the Nerd of Godcast. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but we can't, can't stay, stay here. Here. here.
4: That was terrible.
1: <laughs> Let's do it again. No, no, that was it. No. Irma was more <laughs> organized no, than that. You ain't got to go home, <laughs> but you <laughs> go
3: <laughs> Can I get a quick <laughs> mic check for you here, please?
4: Demotna.
6: Hi, Nick. This is Jackie. I'm talking while everyone else is singing and being Ooh.
5: weird. Do not include
4: me. Hey, ding dong. Everyone. Ding dong, yo. Ding dong. <laughs> ding dong. Ding dong, yo. It's
0: yeah. good
2: for you.
1: Which headphone is mine? You
2: ain't fat. You, you ain't, ain't nothing. Fat. You ain't nothing. You ain't, you ain't nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica,
1: Hello, Nicholas. This is how I'll we'll be talking this episode. Ah, what happened? What happened to the, the video?
5: No signal. Uh, Can't you read?
1: Says so no signal. And we're back.
5: I have no
3: idea.
1: It didn't do anything for me, so you're just
0: going to have to deal with it. Your butt is wide. Where mine is two. So watch your mouth. Or I'll sit on you. The word is out. Better treat me right. Because I'm the king of cellulite. Ham on. Ham on.
1: Ham and whole wheat.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> I really
3: hope. Were
2: oh! we recording oh! for that? Yeah. No. When you I, only I, have seconds. Yeah. Is that you, Man, Nick's up go,
4: All of this needs to be recorded. All of this pre-stuff. Was that? Everything. Was that not recorded?
1: Steven, did you start the uh, recording? Oh crap,
4: Steven.
2: Ah! What is this season? That could one? have
6: been an end credit scene. <laughs>